Well, I saw something that I said I was going to document and talk with you about, and then I didn't document, so now I have no idea. So hopefully, whatever I wanted to see, wanted to talk about, you have on your list, and then a lot of times I say, no, I didn't watch anything this week, and actually, okay, forget Oh, wait, before you begin, guess what I have? What's that? Someone gave me a B. Viviani, um, uh, what do you call that? The thing, the B, the thing right there? The visor that she wears? Yes, uh. I have one. I have one. I hope you don't wear it like she I hope you don't wear it like she wears it. I'm gonna wear it exactly the way she wears it. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> exactly exactly how she wears it. Mhm. <laughs> well, um Wish that you sounds luck. good. <laughs> Yeah, I wish you luck, but hopefully nobody will confuse you for her. Because <laughs> there are a lot of people like, you know, people like Tommy Lasorda and Gene Simmons of Kiss, they're, they're against her. They don't like her. They like Donald Sterling, but no figure. They, they do like Donald Sterling? They do like him? Yeah, they do like him, and they, they don't like her. But they're both older white men, so maybe that has a major part. I don't know. Wealthy also? Oh, yeah, wealthy as well. And famous. Wealthy also. And famous and very protective of that that upper echelon is what I'm believing that's coming out of this too. Very protective of their money and their, you know. Oh, I I guess it's just like everything else. I always believe that, you know, People who join the Republican Party, you know, if if you're poor and you join the Republican uh-huh. Party, you kind of you're kind of silly because they don't vote your interest. But if you're a wealthy person, that's probably the place where you should be because they do vote your interest. So then, like, would it be cool to be black and wealthy and Republican? Like, would that be a cool? My son, I, my, I, my son's laughing at that. me right now. What? <laughs> Like I say, I would expect that because they vote their interest. I mean, so if you exactly. and, and so as a uh, a wealthy person in your Republican, that makes sense to me. What gets me is poor people who claim to be Republicans and don't have any idea that the people you're you're voting for don't like. Are against you? Well, it's yeah. funny you should say that because I actually do know an African American um, Republican. I. I don't quite know if he voted. Can I ask you a question? Did so-and-so's father really vote, or is he just a Republican? Did he vote? Right. Okay, so I actually do know an African-American Republican that uh, hates Obama from jump, from from six years ago, five years ago, hates him. But then it it just dawned on me, because I know this person kind of well, and he doesn't really look like the type that vote. And I just asked my son, because it's, you know, a relative of my son, and I was like, did he, did he really vote? And he's like, no, I don't think he voted. So there you go. I don't know okay. if you're a Republican well, if you're not going to vote. you got to vote. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you can the Republican Party. you got to vote. If, if you don't participate, then yeah. you aren't really part of the game. So you have to at least try but to you know participate. What? 
You actually said that to me with the mayoral campaign. Um, who's on mayor? I forget. What's his name? <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I voted for him. I voted for him. No, no, I voted for him. <laughs> I just can't remember his name because I'm bad at this stuff, right? So, um, I, um, um, you actually said that to me when it was a primary, and and what you said something to the effect like, "Don't get upset if somebody else wins the primary. Like you have to vote, like participate." So for the primary, I was like, "Okay, you know, I don't know who I'm voting for. I don't really get this whole mayoral thing, you know, in Los Angeles. I'm much more deeply deeply involved if I was in New York City." You know, but I live here, so I've got to participate, and I did that. You know, and I voted for Garcetti in the primary and then for uh, the election. And he's a really good mayor so far. Don't you think so? Um, he's been okay. Uh, I actually okay. worked for city government, so, so uh, yeah, he's okay. Well, he's a lot better than the last mayor, you know, if he wasn't yes. there. You know, yeah, the last mayor. The last mayor. Was, uh-huh. was terrible. So, you know, in, in comparison, I mean, it's still early. We, we don't know what he's really going to do, but, I mean, so far, so good, right? But, okay, this is true, and I do know that you work for the city, so there might be some differences, perceived differences, because you work for the city. I don't work for the city, so I don't probably see him the same way. But I do want to offer up that the city seems calmer with Garcetti in it? Probably, because, again, the last guy was so terrible that, you know, the you know, comparison, is, you know, so I can say so far so good. We'll see. You know. So, but what's then, going and, and, on? And, well, a lot of things are going on. Uh, this has been a, a funny week as far as politics. It's a funny week as far as sports. Um Mm-hmm. But it's also a good time for sports because you have a lot of things going on. You know, you got the first the first uh, week of the NFL preseason really jumping off, so you have a lot of teams and a lot of players getting their first chances out there, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. The, including including Michael Sam's, the first openly gay player in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, he, mm-hmm. he saw his first mm-hmm. action last night for the. And how did he um, do? He did okay. You know, the only problem with Michael Sands is, is the team that drafted him is pretty much full up at his position, and he's behind a lot of good players. So, to me, it doesn't look good for him for that team. But you know, you have to look at you have to look at the NFL preseason as audition tapes for other teams. So, while he might not stick with the Rams, there's not any reflection on him. It's just that he's on a team that has a very very strong front line, which is what he would be trying to uh, be part of on that team. So, you know, to me the odds are bad for him to make it on the, the St. Louis Rams. But, you know, he he played well last night in his first first game, or I think it was the night before. Uh, he played well. It's just that he's on a team that just is full up of defensive linemen and linebackers. It's just that's, that's mm-hmm. the best part of the Rams is that they're defensive linemen and their linebackers. So. Well, Malcolm, if I'm not mistaken, I thought I heard he wasn't that great of a player. No, he was. He was. Uh, 
in, in the college conference that he was in, he was the player of the year. Oh, and you don't get to be player okay. of the year. I mean, the, the, the previous player of the year was a first-round draft choice. You know, mm-hmm. the reason I think mm-hmm. he fell off so much is that, you know, because he came out as being a gay player, there's, there's certain coaches out there, certain teams, that probably didn't want to be part of the circus because, of course, because he is the first openly gay player, it's been a kind of media circus around the rounds, just, you know, his every move. Michael Sams comes out of the bathroom, you know, and they're right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, you know, there was a former coach, uh, Tony Dungy, which was the first African-American coach to win the uh, Super Bowl. He did an interview where he said if he were uh, drafting him, he wouldn't have drafted him. And people blew that all out of proportion because they're like, well, Tony Dungy said he wouldn't draft the guy because he's gay. And that's not what Tony Dungy said. Tony Dungy said he wouldn't draft him because there's a whole lot of things going around the NFL team anyway during the preseason. And he said he just wouldn't have wanted the the media headaches that it would have came with it. So he probably wouldn't have drafted the guy. It's not a reflection of him as a player. It's just... He just didn't want to have he, as a if he were coaching at this point, which he's not a coach, he's an analyst. But if he were coaching, uh-huh. he said he wouldn't want to have anything to do with it because it's too much of a distraction. You mean Michael Sam? Is it too much of a distraction? Yes, Michael Sam's everything. Well, the fact that he's the first openly gay player is too much of a distraction, you know, because every team, every team in the NFL. No, I was going to say, do, do you really feel that way? Is it energetically going to be too much this year? This year it's, for no, Michael no. You know what, it would depend on the team that drafts him. Because some teams, of course, like there are teams with very strong coaches that um, it doesn't matter what code goes down, you know, because the, the coaches have such a strong hold on the team that, there's nothing that's going to be a distraction because those coaches don't allow that to go down. And I'm not saying Tony mm-hmm. Dungy wouldn't have a strong control because he actually, you know, he was a good coach and he won the Super Bowl. But, you know, and everybody has their opinion, but there are coaches in the league like a Bill Belichick, like uh, Rex Ryan, like uh, the Harbaugh brothers. There, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Tomlinson in Pittsburgh, that kind of stuff. It's not going to be a distraction to those teams because the coaches are such strong characters themselves that in the press conferences they're going to keep it down. And the coach, the team that he, that drafted him, they're coached by this uh, by this guy named Jeff Fisher. Fisher. And mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher is a strong coach as well. So it's not it's not that it's a distraction for the Rams. It's just that you know, which is probably why they drafted him. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. problem for Michael. For Sam and, and the, the, the St. Louis Rams is that he just got drafted to a team that's got too many players at his position. There's just mm-hmm. too many guys there. Good guys, right. you know, these guys that have already played in the league that are like all pro flyer players. Right. So that's why mm-hmm. Michael Sam's probably will not, you know, in my opinion, he probably will not make this team. But that doesn't mean that another team will not pick him up immediately because he is a good football player. Okay. So you're, you're so far because you know not to insult you, but I did happen to notice when wait you laugh no no did you laugh yeah. I did laugh oh why because you think you think something's coming right no 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 don't well, people say I, that I, right I, before they insult you <laughs> before they insult you no 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 I'm not that type of person I'm always trying to be 
politically correct with my language. But um, not to insult you, but I happen to notice that when you say something, um, it, 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 it rings very, very truthfully. So you don't know that I say this, but in my head I go, huh, he's very, and I think I said this to you before, but I'm like, he's psychically inclined when it comes to sports. Like, that's how I feel. But, and I think I said that to you, and you were like, no, 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 Tracy, it's just that I love sports. Right, so, just pay attention, not, that's all. <laughs> hey, yeah, but you're very observant, so not a little bit, a lot, you know? And so, but I know you watch different things also, and then it, pull it together in your head is the way I get it. That probably is what you do. So what you're saying um, is that he may not say, and he's with the Raiders? He may not, I'm sorry, what, what was that? He may not, what? Is he, <laughs> he's with the Raiders, right? No, he's with the Rams, the St. Louis Rams. The Rams. You like the Raiders. Uh, you know, I, I I don't have any one particular team I like. The Raiders did some good moves. The Raiders have been terrible in the past 10 years, so, I mean, it's hard to really well, like them. wait a second, Malcolm. Well, wait a second, wait a second. So, let's go back to Mike again. You're saying Michael Sam may not stay with the Rams. Yes, I'm saying that. Well, you know what? There's a way that a player like him will make the ball club, and it's by playing well on special teams. So there is a possibility that he could make the team. It's slim, though, because, you know, football teams are made up. They keep only so many position players. There's only so many linebackers, only so many defensive linemen, because they can only mm-hmm. hold on to 45 guys at the end of in the preseason, and then they have, and then mm-hmm. they have a uh, what's known as a practice squad, and they can hold on to a number of other players. You know, I think it's like six or seven. So, what I'm saying is that because there's just so many, so many guys on the, the St. Louis Rams that play his same position that are yeah. ahead of him. You know, yeah. that's why. You know, not that he's not a good player. He, he you know, he played well last night in in the. In the exhibition game or the preseason game that he played, and he had a couple of tackles, and he looked good. So right. it's just, you know, a lot of times in the NFL, it's, it's all about the team you get you, you get picked to. So for some players, a player like Michael Sam probably would have been better off not being drafted, which would have gave him the opportunity to sign with pretty much any team as a free agent, which would allow him to pick a team that had more of a need at his position. And that's all. Um, it's based, it's based okay. on need, and he's just on a team that just they have too many guys like him. I get it. So, so, so it, it's about logistics. He may not stay because of logistics. Right. It's, you know, it's just a bad match. You know, so that doesn't mean that there's you know ten other teams out there that need guys like him. And you know, and when the preseason is over and every all the cuts are made, then you have free agent moves that are made because there are teams that will be will have a need for a linebacker like him. And they, okay. can, they can bring mm-hmm. him on a squad. So you know, it's funny you practice squad position. So there's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of options. Okay. It's funny you should say that because I actually did a reading on Michael Sands um, to see if he would get uh, drafted. He did. Um, I, if I remember correctly, I have to go back and listen to it, but I also saw where he had the potential of suing, suing somebody. So when I hear you talk and you're saying he may not stay in the Rams and then he becomes a free agent and then 
you know, another team, you know, could have use for him. Um, if he doesn't get picked, maybe that's how I saw him coming out then because he doesn't mind going he doesn't mind going to gay route. He doesn't mind saying, you didn't pick me because I'm gay. He's going to say it. He needs attention. He's that guy. Oh. I mean, that's what I saw in the reading. Okay, that would probably be bad for him. (laughs) The NFL is an old boys network, so you see one team, you may not get a chance with another team. You know, the the idea is that he wants to get on and play football, and Mm -hmm. which is, uh, you know, a lot of young men's dreams. You know, to one to get drafted or to get picked or to make a roster. And so his uh, his goal right now, I would believe, I don't know the young man, but his goal would be to make the roster or make the roster anywhere because what the preseason does is, is it allows players to get, you know, every team kind of has books on a lot of these players, but it allows other general managers and other coaches to, to see tape of him in, in game situations, which might make them think to themselves, this guy could work in our system because every team runs kind of a different system. And, and so, so the team he's on right now, while it might not be the best fit for him, there might be another team mm-hmm. out there that's a perfect fit for him. And mm-hmm. so he goes over there, and it's, it's, it's great. And, you know, it could be a wonderful career. It just depends. But what if it's all said and done and the preseason's over? And at what point is it is everything done where they pick everybody, like just before the, the first big game? Here's the beauty of, of professional sports. It's never really over. I mean, for some people, it, it, it becomes over. But even once the season has started and you're a guy who got waived or cut by a team, you could be sitting at home and get a call up from a team, you know, halfway through the season that has, you know, because football being the violent sport that it is, players are getting hurt um, constantly. So even though the team had question. Had, had 10 linebackers going into the <laughs> season, they might time. end up with very, you know, with two linebackers and, and might be start mm-hmm. searching around like, well, who played in the preseason that, you know, maybe we could give a call to that's not playing right now. Okay, so what you're also saying then is that if he decides to um, like not get, like not, if he doesn't get picked for the Rams and he doesn't get picked you know, beyond that, that if he decides to sue, it's suicide. It's career suicide. That probably, I would say so, yeah. Uh, it, would, it would be a mistake. Okay. Especially, okay. you know, unless there's something, some clear discrimination there. And, and I don't think that the Rams would, would waive him because he's gay. They wouldn't have picked him in the first place. You know, right. I'm assuming that, right. that he would be suing the Rams and, I don't think he would ever sue the Rams I mean, because the Rams have given him a shot so far, and they've given him a pretty equal shot. It's just, yes, like I say, it's just that he got picked to a team that just has a whole bunch of linebackers and defensive linemen. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and really good ones. Not, you know, they got one of the best defensive lines in the league. So it's hard to, it's hard to make that team at that position because they just have too many guys. No, and I, I hear what you're saying. It's just that when I did the reading on him, for some reason, and I have to listen back to it again, for some reason I saw him suing, and I was like, because I don't know sports, and I'm like, how could he sue well, when he got kicked for the, the Rams? Like, it didn't make sense to me, but now that you're explaining it, 
the possibility of him jumping up and going, I was discriminated against because I was gay, because he's definitely going to use the gay card. Um, it doesn't really matter at this stage of the game. It, it could be career suicide. Well, yeah, for that, but maybe he'll sue, like, EA Sports or the, the yeah. NCAA, you know, because there's yeah. a lot of former players suing yeah. the NCAA anyway. Right? <laughs> so oh. he, he could just join the club and sue the NCAA, oh. too. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I saw a lawsuit. I didn't see with who. And I definitely don't get, by the way, that it would be with the Rams. It's funny you should say that because I didn't get – because the Rams handled themselves. So they were like, can't do us. We hot, you know, we took you on, gay or no gay. We were like, yeah. we're proud. And we said it openly, by the way. We stood behind a podium and, like, it doesn't matter if he's gay, he's on. But I didn't really see right. it with the Rams. I just saw a lawsuit. Okay. Well, it could be anybody then. So. Mm. <laughs> It can mm-hmm. sue his former boyfriend for all we know. But it's, no, 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 no. It's definitely sports. No, it's definitely sports related. I, I was joking. I was joking, Tracy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was, oh. That was my attempt at humor. So, oh, yeah. Um, that went over my head. So, <laughs> so okay. another sports related thing, football related. I don't know if you saw this in the news. Did they sit there? Uh-huh. Um, you remember the the, the, the NFL football game? Uh, why do you say I remember? Did they die? I, yeah. I just, no. Yeah. No, they're a team. They didn't die. Um, there was a controversy about them because because there's a lot of uh, Native American groups that that are insisting that the Redskins change their name. Well, okay, okay, and has there been an update recently? Well, kind of. You know, the owner of the Redskins is a guy named Daniel Snyder, right? He's he's a billionaire owner of the, the Washington Redskins, and he bought the team several years back, and, and he he's been defending the name Redskins, and he had an interesting uh-huh. take on it. Um, he said a Redskin to him is not an Indian; it's a football player. Okay, that doesn't make sense, but okay. And he said, and I'm quoting him now, he said, it's a positive. Taken out of context, you can take things out of context all over the place. But in this particular case, it is what it is. It's very obvious. So to him, a Redskin is not a, a, an American Indian, although that's the logo on the side of the helmet, which just... <laughs> exactly, with, with three feathers or something. Like, what is he talking about? Okay. Yes. Well, you know, but like a lot of isolated people, you know, he's, he's a little myopic in his vision. So all he sees is his team, the Washington Redskins. Now, uh, earlier in the week, uh, Emmitt Smith, who who's a Hall of Fame former, he's a Hall of Fame former player for the Dallas Cowboys, which is the enemies of the Washington Redskins, suggested that Daniel Snyder could save face by just shortening the name of the Redskins to the Skins. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that name. And I don't think he was being that serious because you got to keep in mind he was the enemy of the Redskins for his whole career, so he, he probably finds the whole thing a little funny. Okay, so it's funny you should bring the Redskins up again. Uh, Sean and I, and Sean and I, you know, I do these videos, and I do at Pop Culture Psychic for entertainment, you know, Rihanna, Chris Brown, Beyonce, all those people. And then 
I do the third eye view with Sean, um, it renames because it's the two of us, so I didn't want to underpop culture psychic, and so it's two different dynamics of video. And Sean and I did the Redskins, and will they change their name? And what they're going to be called, I don't know that, but I thought that they were definitely going to change their name, without a doubt. Well, I mean, the owner is under pressure to do that, but nobody can make him do that. And I don't know about that, Malcolm. This is public opinion now, so... You know, he well, can yeah, stand by his ownership and his money, but this is public opinion. It's, like, politically correct. He doesn't like saying. Yeah, but like you, also, you, also have to, you also have to understand <laughs> the sports dynamic in this because you have, you have a whole community in, in Washington, uh, D.C. that love this team. I mean, the people – I, I mean, don't you're care. An East Coast you're an East Coast person, though, so you have to understand when, when – the, the community loves the team, and they love the Washington Redskins. Don't get that wrong. The people okay. dressed up, it, okay. it's, it's, they, I mean, they literally love the team. So, mm-hmm. you know, it may be a dynamic out, out here, out in the West, for him to change the team in, in some other states. But mm-hmm. in the Washington, D.C. area, they love the name Redskins. They love the team. They love the colors. They love everything about that team. So, but wait a second, Malcolm. Um, to bear to the East Coast, remember the Dodgers used to belong in New York City. They did. You the know, Brooklyn Dodgers. Yes, right, and we've lost teams, and we, you know, we get over it. But you're right. I come from, you know, a state where we are passionate, passionate. Like, well, you know, and, and I don't New know York if the Giants have won. Uh, I don't know if the Giants have won a Super Bowl in 20 years. Uh, maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I'm just saying. We will stand by the Giants. No, no, they've won. No, no, they've won twice in twenty years. You don't remember that? They just won recently. No, right? They just won recently. Here's the funny part: like my son is in a role, and my son is—he's one of those cool dudes, so he's listening to only my side. And then you should you should um tune in and listen in. But um he's only listening to my side and so he keeps he has these things that he does and he's looking at me and he's going, They they smart, they they won and and he's exhausted already. He's like, Oh my god, like <laughs> Well, you know but the the funny thing about New York is see New York has two teams, right? They got the Jets and the Giants. Yes. And we love them both. And, and, yeah, but see, but the Jets fans are the Jets fans and the Giants fans are the Giants fans. I don't think there, there's a person who has a Jets jersey and a Giants jersey in their closet and switches up. I think there's people in New York, they either love one or they're supposed to be another, you know. Oh, no, 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 no. We're very ugly that way. We have no interest in loving more than one particular team. Okay. We have no interest in
they're rabid for the team that's in there, you know, whatever team they're rooting for. So, like I said, if you're a Jets fan, the Jets fans are crazy. But if you're a Jets <laughs> fan, you're not going to be a Jets fan. It's just they don't go back and forth like that, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, give me same, one second. Same thing with baseball. I just want to type one nine one four and four three four. I'm not sure. Only one side works. I'm not sure which one works. In any case, it just takes the number. Um. So let me just see because some of the this is peculiar. Let me see what she says on on Twitter. If you guys are still talking about sports, you should mention how the NCAA is allowing college football to use their name to make money. Do you know anything about that? That's why you have all these former athletes suing the NCAA right now because the NCAA has been using the names of these players for years, you know, primarily through the, the, you know, like the video games, EA Sports and the other other video games. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and, and it's not just football; it's basketball. <laughs> you know, it's, yes, it's other sports as well. It. So you have you have former athletes suing the NCAA because, like, like wait a second, you know, you guys are making money on our likenesses. And there's another aspect that I think there was a, I want to say it was the Wisconsin football team that that actually sued because they wanted to not be viewed as athletes, but they wanted to be viewed as employees. You know, because um, the, NCAA, the NCAA makes millions of dollars off of these guys' backs. And, you know, if if, if mm-hmm. these guys are lucky enough to make it to the pro leagues, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, mm-hmm. it's great. But say you're a you're, say you're student athlete, you don't make it to the pro leagues. And the NCAA is still, make, still making money off of your likeness. Don't you think that they deserve to get a piece of that pie? Oh, please, gosh. Let me tell you how much money they're making. You're damn right they need to get a piece of that pie. I don't know how much. I don't know exactly how much, but I know it's millions on top of millions. Well, here's the thing. Kakelia said, she also stated, um, the NCAA is paying them them $5,000 after they graduate, after the 2016 class. So there's even a delay in paying them, they're only going to pay them $5,000. And it looks to me, the way she's describing it, like even that's pending, so it's even questionable. It's what I'm getting from this. So yeah, they're getting away with murder. Oh, yeah, they're making tons of money. So it, it's, mm. you're right, it is murder. It, and it's been murder yeah. because, you know, like when these athletes are in college, you realize they can't have a job. It's not like, you know, they go up, yeah, they're getting an education, and but they're playing, you know, especially in football. Football is a gladiator sport. Make no bones yeah. about that. So these guys okay. are up to risking life and limb. And, yeah. yes, they're getting an the education, but, but some of them mm-hmm. aren't even getting a good education. I've got that vast majority probably on because, you know, football requires so much, so much of their time that, you know, in order for them to take, you know, classes that would matter, you know, they're not taking molecular biology. They're taking, you know, basket weaving just so they can keep their grades up so they can play. You know, now, there are exceptions. Oh, I didn't know they were players. cheating like that. That's been, yeah, yeah. But there are players that are taking higher, higher upper-level classes, but they're more the exception. They're not the rule. Uh. So... 
I didn't know they were cheating like that. Well, it's not necessarily cheating. It's just that you you gear the glasses. You know, now there has been cheating going on because some players, after the fact, have come on and said they never even attended class, and they were getting grades for classes that they never showed up for. That's an ongoing thing, and the NCAA, you know, will rule against the school and find the school and tell the school that they can't do postseason appearances and stuff. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a, a, a double-edged sword, kind of. You know, very slippery slope. We don't. It, it's because the NCAA and the colleges are all making this money, and they want these players to be playing at their highest level. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's it's a system not set up to benefit the player, really. It's the system is set up to benefit right. the schools and, and the NCAA, the corporation. Right. Right. So, not the best. I mean, if you had a child going to college, you probably, you know, there's a, there's a you know, you, if, say you were a parent and you had a child at school and they were a very good athlete, well, your hope would be that that child goes pro and makes millions and millions of dollars. I get but that, right. that doesn't happen to most of these guys. So, you know, it happens to some. I mean, because, I mean, look at look at basketball. How many, how many players can make it in the NBA? Not that many because there's only, you know, what, 30 teams and you have, you know, a, a, a top boy. Well, each play, each team has twelve players. Yes, you know, yes. The, the, the NFL okay. has has what thirty two teams, and you have uh, forty five players on each roster. It, it's just it's a numbers game, you know. It's just there's just not that many spaces available, you know. It, at least with the NBA and Major League Baseball, they have minor leagues that you can fall back on. The NFL doesn't really have. They used to have a kind of a minor league called. Uh, they did NFL Europe, that's kind of fallen away. So if you're a football player and you don't make the NFL, there's not a whole lot of chances. I mean, you could go to arena football, you could go to the CFL, which is the Canadian Football League, but there's not a whole lot of other places you can play. Whereas with basketball, you can play in Europe, you can play in, in the Far East, you can play pretty much anywhere. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different leagues you can play. Wow. Yeah, anyway. Well, you're you're on lab. You're on point today. I'm enjoying this today. Okay. Uh, um, and quickly, I, I'm sure you heard about uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James and, and their team. Well, LeBron James actually held a thing last night where he said he'll never leave Cleveland again. Like, you know, I'm back, honey. I'll never, I'll never break up with you again. <laughs> I, I, but I, you know what, Malcolm? I'm loving LeBron James for that. Like, I, I, I wish I was an Ohio resident because I love that. Like, I saw that last night, actually, and he is playing it up, and he's not, like, performing. He is dead serious. He's like, I love you guys. I'm never going to leave. The only thing I'm going to work on is a championship. I want him to be successful, and I want him to bring home a championship. I love LeBron James for that decision. Cleveland traded their last two number one picks mm-hmm. for this guy named Kevin Love, who's uh, who was the power forward for the uh, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, and they have a they have a good nucleus. They bring Kevin Love in, which is one of the top power forwards in the league. You have you mm-hmm. already got 
Kyrie Irving there, one of the top point guards in the league, and you bring in LeBron James, that's a, nuclear, a top nucleus of three really good guys surrounded with, you know, some decent role players. And, yeah, they could, they could take – you know, because the other part of this is that the, the Eastern Conference and the NBA is the, the weaker conference. So, yeah, they'll probably roll through the Eastern Conference. Uh, I mean, they, they have competition. They have Chicago they have to play against. They have Brooklyn. Uh, I would say Miami, but <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> No. So we'll see. We'll see. Good luck, LeBron. So, anyway, I guess that's enough of sports. Uh, there's a whole lot of other things going on in the world. I'm sure you've heard about all the, 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 the stuff with the Islamic State, formerly ISIS. You know, going around just killing and blowing up things in, in Iraq. Are you uh, yeah. up, up to date on what's yeah. going on there? Because yeah. yeah. the last the last couple of days, the, the our president um, has directed our our, air, our military aircraft to bomb you know some strategic installations for the Islamic State because. They've been doing a lot of bad stuff recently. It's just bad. Because the, the Islamic State wants everybody to be Muslim. They want you to be Muslim. They want me to be Muslim. They want everybody on the planet to be Muslim. And their take is that they're going to start in Iraq and take over the world, right? Did I lose it? No, I apologize. No, I apologize. I went to the bathroom and made a class outside my room, so I just needed to be in the quiet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, this whole, they want everybody to be Muslim is the last thing that I heard. Yes, they want everybody to be Muslim. They want, and, and uh-huh. so, their take is that they're going to do it, you know, one country at a time. They're starting in Iraq, and... So what they've been doing recently is that they they took over this dam, right? Okay. The biggest dam okay. in Iraq, okay. and you know, and, and the the dam actually controls a lot of areas, and, and they've also been, just, you know, they had to you know they had to kill a lot of Kurdish fighters because you know you understand Iraq is broken up into these three separate entities. You got the Kurds. In the north, yeah. you have the Sunnis and you have mm-hmm. the Shiites. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this is this is Islamic, um, what is, Islamic State. They're Sunni, and they pretty much, you know, and, and the Sunnis are pretty, you know, they're like the Orthodox Muslims, you know, so mm-hmm. they they're very strict on what they believe, you know, and there are other Muslims that aren't as strict. Well, these guys are strict, and they want things to be a certain way, and so they're willing to kill for it. Because mm-hmm. they actually have another group isolated on the mountainside, so the U.S. has been dropping, like, relief supplies to these people that are, that are isolated because, you know, the, the rest of the world realizes that without some help, those people are going to perish. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, so our government has done a couple of things here to help. Now, now mind you, there are those who say we haven't done near enough. 
Okay, I just, I just need to get that straight in my head. Yes, Hamas is is, is the uh, Palestinian organization that's doing the fighting for the Palestinians. It's not like the Palestinian population is there fighting back. It's just this Hamas is doing the fighting. So they're the ones shooting missiles over into Israel. So when when Israelis shoot back, they shoot back into the areas where Hamas is, but there's a whole lot of civilians around there. So that's who's getting killed. And like yeah, I said, no, the numbers are great. The children. Okay, yeah, I have another question. Yeah, a lot of regular people. What's that? Yeah. Okay, so I know that Americans back Israel, and I know they've done it for a while, and I've heard Obama say he's going to stick to that agreement. Who's backing the Palestinians? Where are they getting their weapons or their money? Like, who's doing that? Well, there are a lot of there are a lot of anti-American, anti-Israeli organizations out there with a lot of money okay. back. So Hamas is, is one of them. Um, mm-hmm. But same thing in, in, in Syria and, and in Iraq. You have this Islamic State, very anti-American, very anti-Israel, because most of, the, most of the groups in the region hate Israel. They're pretty much united in that one thing. They may not agree on everything, but mm-hmm. they're in mm-hmm. agreement of we hate Israel. Israel should be abolished. They, they, Israel should be wiped off the planet, which is kind of a hard thing to do. So that's, that's what the problem is. You know? And unfortunately, we're complicit in all this because, you know, us and the British, we're the ones that helped establish Israel in the location that it's at. Um, you know, and they did it based on a lot of different reasons. You know, but it was basically a, re- a, a repay for what happened in World War II. So the unfortunate thing is that um, I don't know if, if, there's ever, if there ever will be peace in the Middle East like we would want it, where people aren't trying to kill Israel and Israel's not trying to kill the ones, the ones around them. They might get some isolated peace treaties going, but there's always going to be somebody out there that just hates them for being there. Well, I mean, it's it's been basically the holy war, though, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, cause if, if I you want to look at this war was about territory, though. It's about territory. It is about territory because so then you it's, know, it's, the Palestinians, it's, the Palestinians were living on that land when the Americans mm-hmm. and the British basically came in and said, no, we're going to make sure that this is land for Israel. Um, so, but that was back in 1948-49, so, you know, I don't know if it was, it was a good plan at the time. I don't know if it would ever be a good plan because, because the Palestinians didn't necessarily leave. They still are in the area. You have to understand that they've been in that area for a thousand years. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's hard, you know. So that's why, you know, you have all these other, you know, groups out there that support the Palestinians' plight because they they look at them as, you know, people who have had their land stolen from them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, of course, because we have these religious differences in the area, you know, you have, you know, yes. Muslims and Jews yes. and some Christians. You know, yeah. religions don't typically get along, even though, in my opinion, they probably should. They just don't. So, 
Very unfortunate. I don't like I said, I don't know if it's too soft.
he was able to mm-hmm. retrieve his, his gun. And when mm-hmm. they saw that he had done it, they ran out the back door. Yeah. And the California law is, is pretty pretty strict on this. So when they ran out the back door, he was shooting at them. And they ran into the alley behind his home. Yeah. He shot one of the mm-hmm. burglars, which happened to be a girl, a young woman, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shot her in the back. So she goes down. And uh-huh. he might have even gotten away with that. But what he did next is what, in my opinion, is going to put him in prison, which I have a, actually have a bet with somebody about this because okay. um, the problem is he, when she went down, she was pleading for her life. She said, I'm pregnant. Yes. Please don't shoot me. Yes. Right. To which he shot her again and killed her. And yes. then, he went off, then he went on the news and said just that, and that's what's going to, that's what's going to damn him because when okay. he was interviewed by the, the local news station, they said, He's told them that she deserved what she got, and and basically I said, yeah, I shot her, teach her a lesson. So he basically admitted to murder. And see, in California law is, if I shoot you inside my house, I could shoot you a dozen times if you're an intruder and get away with it. But once they step out your front door, all bets are off. And not only were they out the door, because Mm -hmm. because what what California law says, if you feel that you're in danger of your life, then um, you, you have the right to defend yourself. But the problem is, one, he shot her in the back while she was running away. So she can make the argument that he wasn't in danger at that point because she was running away. Mm-hmm. Wow. But then, okay. but then to follow that mm-hmm. up with a, a, an execution, walking up to her, standing over her body, and shooting her again. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the that's yeah. problem. That's deplorable. Um, let me flip that because I was totally against what the guy had done. Okay? Until I heard Malcolm that when he did the autopsy on her, she was not pregnant. Yeah, but does that make a difference? Well, it doesn't, Malcolm. It doesn't. However, let me just, you know, this is, this is a couple that has been doing this. And I understand oh, that she no, was cheating for her life. They're, they they're were criminals. criminals, right. Right. And I understand that they were criminals so bad that the, 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 the man's mother was acting as a lookout in front. The That's how bad a criminal. It was a man and a woman. The, the man's mother was sitting in front of the house acting as a lookout. Hold on a second, Malcolm. He has to. What about this? Okay. Okay, but I never told you to wash that out and then you could put this stuff in it. So cheat the bottom. Okay. Um, the man's mother. Is that what? The man's mother. The mother. The mother. The mother. The mother. For the couple wow. inside burglarizing the house, they've all been. Well, the two surviving members have been arrested. The girl's dead. Right. And of course, now listen. anybody. No, no, no. Anybody, you can continue. Well, but I'm just saying that we'll have to get here. Okay. No, no. Anybody, I'm, I'm waiting to hear that. Oh no. A- anybody? Okay. So, so in California, the other part of this, this whole scenario is that. Say you and I were committing a crime together and somebody gets killed. Um, 
you're now charged with murder. And so the man is charged with murder. His mother's charged with murder, you know, for the death of the girl. Uh-huh. Which, that's fair because, I mean, that's just the law. That's the way it is. And, you know, my argument would be, like, don't do the crime. But to me, unfortunately, you also have to charge the old man with a crime because he... He went above and beyond what he should have done. Well, it's not that he shot her the first time. I give him that one. I would, I would probably let that go with a weapons charge, maybe. But okay. Here's, when he walked, when he walked up on her, mm-hmm. okay, play it, play it. I, I was not in agreement with anybody shooting anybody in the back, or you know, I don't. I think she might have been on the ground already, and. I have to. I don't know. Like when he shot her again, she was saying that she was pregnant, and I'm assuming if you're going to announce that I'm pregnant, I'm assuming she might have fell to the ground and she might have looked him eye to eye. That's what I'm assuming at this point, right, Malcolm? Yes. And so when I That's what you're thank you. Yes. Right. You know, if you're going to save for your life, you're going to turn around, and you're going to look this dude in the eye, you're going to be like, my God, I've got a baby here, right? Right. Initially, I thought. Like, damn, like, that was my initial response. Like, damn, like, how can anybody be that cool? But then if you want to look at the same devil's advocate, which I normally don't do. I'm not a devil's advocate type of person. I have an opinion. I stick to it, and I don't deter from it. But this time around, I'm kind of just trying to figure out both sides. This guy's 80. They broke into their house, not them. Somebody broke into my house, and I had a weapon. I'm not quite sure I would have the presence of mind to stay in control. You know what I mean? Like, it's never happened to me. I hope it never happens to me. You know, I'm not gun-friendly, but I'm just thinking that if I had that, now remember, and, and I'm talking about guns, if I had that, if it was just a knife, do you think I would run after somebody? No. But, I, but if it's a gun, like, I think you kind of, there's a sense of losing it when you have a gun. And, 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 and then there's a, a sense of empowerment, like, came into my house, he was close to me, I managed to get my gun, and now I've lost it. I've lost it. And all I could think is, you know, you're going to kill me anyway, so at this stage of the game, I'm going to take you down. This is not how I would act. I'm just saying, if I was in that situation, these are some, some of the responses that I think I would have. Now, on top of that, he goes to chase after them. He's 80. I don't even know how he can, you know, catch up to these two. Like, they're horrible criminals because... At the very least, one, at the very least, know how to run. He catches up with the girl, and then she announces that she's pregnant. I, I can't imagine what he went through. That moment is a moment that bothered me, the shooting of her after she said, my God, I'm pregnant. But then to turn around and you find out that this criminal wasn't pregnant, which is part of her thing. Like, she's a liar. She's a thief. You know, and in a weird All kind of them. way, I thought it was justified. And I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying when I found out that she was never pregnant, like how many lies did this criminal, you know, say in her lifetime? And I understand, well, you know, like saying that I was pregnant meant I want my life. I want my life. I'm going to use anything I can to to stay alive. You know what I mean? But. In, in the end, when they did the autopsy, all I could think was, huh, well, it's maybe it's justified. So, 
what I'm telling you is that if I were a juror for this 80-year-old man, I'm not quite confident I would convict. That's all I'm going to say. I, it, would, it would take a lot for me to convict. I, I, I know. Well, I, I'm not like this normally. And, again, it's, you know, my problem is, you know, you're, you're right about all of that. I'm in full agreement. The only problem is, first of all, California law is pretty clear. It's not up for debate. Once they once they're outside of your residence and you shoot them, you can be charged with a crime. Now, um, that's the first part of this. The second part of it, mm-hmm. he had already shot her. She was already shot. She wasn't going anywhere. He had shot her in the back. She was fleeing. So I mean, there's an argument that you may he might have gotten in trouble mm-hmm. for that. He might not have gotten in trouble for that. But it's the second shot mm-hmm. where he walks up to her while she's pleading for her life and shoots her again, mm-hmm. which crosses the line. And, and, and I understand people's emotions are up and hot, and, you know, and, uh-huh. and I've been a victim of a crime as well. But the problem mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. if you shoot, if you fire a gun at somebody and kill them and they're not mm-hmm. inside your residence, mm-hmm. it's just a law. You can be, in fact, you will be charged because, you know, the authorities. Now, mind you, Long, mm-hmm. Beach, Long Beach has not chosen to charge this man yet. And, oh, interesting. You know, mm-hmm. and, and maybe, maybe you know, and, and, and of course, they're taking into account because, again, what he said to the media right after the fact is pretty mm-hmm. much damning evidence. It's like, you know, he just said, I'm guilty. He said it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunate that he said it. I mean, maybe he should have taken a moment and not said it. I mean, because I'm an advocate of not actually talking to the press when things like that go down. You should probably not say anything. You know, the, the, your Miranda rights are, you know, I have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything I say mm-hmm. can and will be used against me in the court of law. So his best bet would have been to remain silent and, and say, you know, I know he's going to have to speak to the detectives, and, and so they're going to grill him and, and talk to him, and maybe they would have the sympathy that you're having. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, he crossed the line, and he admitted to crossing the line. And I, you know, and I, it, it, I would feel bad if he has to go to jail. But unfortunately, it seems pretty straightforward to me that they have to charge him. They have to. Okay. So, after that, I just want to go back to Michael Strahan from last week. You mean Michael Sams? Oh, you Michael Strahan. No. Okay. What about Michael, Michael Strahan? Strahan. And you, yes. I, I, you know, I listened to the whole thing, yeah, and I listened to your intonation in your voice, and you started out by saying, um, you know, him and Nicole Murphy broke up, and that's a shame. I think that's how you kind of said it, right? And so, okay. I mean, yeah, cause, you know, you have this sensitive side. I don't think you like to show it, but you're like, ah, oh, that's a shame, and and from what I got, you, you were genuine. What a shame. You know, two people broke up. Yeah, okay. that was sad. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just interesting, you know, when the media came out, it had everything to do with um, um, the announcement of their breakup and the Hall of Fame, you know, for Michael Strahan, which is a big deal in football. It's like a big party, a big party weekend. You guys love this. Yes. Hall of Fame thing in his yellow jacket, and I don't get it. I don't get it, but I'm not a football, you know, enthusiast for years. I'm only understanding football through you now, right? And so, 
you know, I kind of embraced the weekends of looking at, you know, different entertainment outlets, and it was all about Michael Strahan, and then Michael Strahan and Nicole breaking up. But I decided to do a video on, on like, what broke them up, right? And okay. so I saw in the cards that Nicole cheated. That's what I saw. And then okay. that was, I did this on Tuesday. Monday, they had claimed that they, that Michael had cheated, right? Okay. And then Tuesday, I looked at the card and I was like, okay, yeah, somebody cheated, but no, I got Nicole cheating, right? By Wednesday, okay. it was proven that Nicole cheated. So she went on an all-girls okay. weekend and met up with some other NFL guy and was canoodling and kissing with that dude, all right? And Michael thinks she's gone, she's gone off on an all-girls weekend. I also said in my video that she had money problems, which I was a little surprised about because I figured she would be living off of Eddie Murphy's child support money. But it turns out she's really, really bad with money, and she made some bad investments. And when Michael first got with her, Michael paid off her debt in the beginning. And she's still bad with money five years later. So she was Well, typically, typically people who are... Typically, people who are bad with money are bad with money. So I can believe that. <laughs> I don't know her. I've never met her, but I'm, you know, if, if you're saying she's bad with money and if that's continued, I would say, yeah, that's likely. Right. And I made a mistake because I usually don't give commentary when I do my uh, videos, but I do study people. So all weekend long, I'm you know, absorbing this Hall of Fame. I'm looking at Michael in this gorgeous gold jacket or yellow jacket. He looks really, really good. Um, surprisingly, he looks happier, surprisingly. But I'm looking at the pictures of Nicole, and the more I look at the pictures, beautiful woman, don't get me wrong, but the more I look at the pictures, the more I saw sinister in her eyes and greed in her eyes. That's what I saw. That's what I do for a living. So I'm doing a YouTube okay. video, and I just I I kind of mention all of that. Like I don't know what I said, but I don't know if I called it stinky or I don't know what I said. But I made a commentary prior to doing the cards instead of just letting the cards be. But I want people to understand that like I also read body language. You know, it's a part of my job, and so that's what I did this weekend. So I made the commentary. Had already been studying her. In any case, I got beaten up, beaten up because, you know, they're like, oh, you judged her, you know, prior to the cause. Like, what is wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I don't judge I'm sorry. Isn't, I, isn't, that, isn't that what you do, though? Uh, so, it, that's what I do for a living. It's a prediction. Part of what I yeah. do is judge, and what I hope is that what I am getting in is accurate. It's different from gossiping with a girl, though. It's just different when I talk to a girl and I'm like, oh, my God, I hate her. Look at her. Like, I don't do that. Like, I really size people up because I have to. I do it for a living. I don't always tell people I'm sizing them up. That's not like, come on, I'll put everybody on edge if I read them, read them. Um, but and that's not my point. My point is it was my job to, to take, take her in. 
In any case, I was looking on the news, and again, Nicole Murphy in the news again, how annoying. Um, and she finally opened up and admitted, like, her participation in their breakup. Because she and Z, by the way, who are huge, huge with sports, C and Z, their entertainment, they love sports. And if they were to go one or the other, C and Z would choose sports. It was T and Z that broke it. Because I love Michael Shaman. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, I got one more thing to tell you. Okay, so. Okay. Um, the Mega Millions this weekend, I I hope you played. Did you play the Mega Millions? You did. I did. Okay. Because, okay, so when I look at my phone, I have my grandson's picture on my phone. And I'm attracted to certain numbers lately, right? And so okay. I'll be attracted. I'll ears. be attracted. Huh? I said I'm all ears. Which numbers are you attracted to? Okay. Okay. Interesting you should say this. I've been attracted to numbers for a month since his inception, since he's come here. You know, I have his picture. I'll take a screenshot. And I'm attracted to, like, all kinds of numbers, 1111, 111, um, 313. Ironically, I was attracted to 313, and last week I went to visit my friend who's dying. And the nurse comes in, and she goes, we can't give you your meds until you confirm with us your birthday. And she was born March 13th. And I looked on my phone. I was like, March 13th? I was just going to that number. And I looked at it, and I was like, Sheila. Well, just a week ago, I was drawn to 313, but I don't understand why. I just I get drawn to a particular number, I take a screenshot, and then I call it a day. It, at this particular time, it was totally associated with here, right? Okay, so this week's make a million, $115 million, right? Which one is an odd number. I've never seen it to like one one five. But Malcolm, one one five shows up constantly. It shows up so much, particularly on my phone, that I stopped taking screenshots of it. Wow. Like, that's a combination I, of my that's a that's a combination of my birthday, so I I actually know that too. <laughs> so I actually am aware of that. But it's in reverse. It's in reverse. And so I was like, oh, I was like, okay, for so one month, five, Malcolm, even today, today, I was with my grandchild. My son decided that for my birthday, I should take care of my grandchild. Like, I don't know how that happened, but Happy I'm birthday. walking with him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm walking with him, and when I walk, I can take any way in any direction from my house. I usually don't leave out the front. I usually leave out the back, but I'm leaving out the front today because of him, my grandson, and I have to track a particular bus, so I leave out the front, and I'm going up a block. I normally don't go up, and sure enough, the license plate, blah, 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 seven letters, 115. Then I go, okay, God. What is this about? And I just happen to look on the phone, and I see that the Mega Millions is 115. Now, I played a dollar. Um, I did not go crazy, but it would be really, really awesome if I had the winning ticket. 
Well, I, I, I hope it works out for you. I, I think it would be awesome if I had the winning ticket, but it's just, just one of those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one oh, of those things. But it doesn't look like anybody won. It does not. By the way. It's, it's a, oh. Which means oh, wow. I may have to get another one, another ticket, because it does not and look like should. anybody won. Oh, I will. <laughs> But listen, as always, I go over with you, and I think it's been making people mad, so. Well, we don't want that. No, we don't want that. But it was a pleasure, as always. All righty, Tracy. Well, you have a wonderful afternoon, and I will do the same. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye. Okay, guys, time for the psychic hour. I went over with Malcolm, but let's see how we can handle this. Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Hold on a second. Maybe I did something wrong. Hold on. Hold on. Don't leave me, guys. I think I made a mistake. Don't leave. Oh, maybe that's it. Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Hello? Darn it. I'm going to put you on hold. Maybe it's my phone. Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Can you hear me? Try this. Can you hear me? That's so weird. Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold. Hello, this is Tracy. Who's this? Damn it. I wonder if you guys walked away and, ah, okay, I'm going to put, oh, wait. No. Are you, damn it. Are you there? Hello? Hello? Hi, this is, hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? Hi, Tracy. This is Holly. Your name is Tally? Holly with an H. Holly, how are you? Good. How are you? Not bad, honey. What's going on? Um, nothing too terrible. I'm just wondering, you know, I have a new job. Is this going to be a good fit long term, or what do you see for this? Okay. Okay, let's take a look at that. What type of new job is it? Um, it's home health care for the elderly. Okay, and what's your position? Uh, CNA. Okay, all right, let's take a look at that. When did you start? Say again? When did you start? Oh, yesterday. <sighs> Congratulations. Okay, so let me look to see how you're going to fit in there, and if it's a good fit, and if you're going to be okay. Don't leave me. Stay right there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, Holly, did you also do the same job someplace else, or did you leave a company that was too, like, maybe argumentative or felt like it didn't feel comfortable for you, your previous job? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's just coming up first, so just let me acknowledge that. 
Um, did you manage to get more money? Because I get the Ace of Pentacles, so did, are they paying you more at this company? Yes. Okay, good. So that's also showing up. Um, are there people from the other company that bad that you're not going to be there? Maybe the company wasn't great, but do you have coworkers that are sad that you're not going to be there? Or are you sad to miss your coworkers, something like that? Uh, I'm not, not sure really? on that one. Okay. Maybe, right. maybe the girl misses me, but I don't miss anybody. <laughs> okay, well... I get that you not being there, you're going to hear this thing, because I get that you not being there, you're going to hear them say or hear somebody say, the house is not the same without you, we miss you, blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you that at the, mm -hmm. what were you going to say? No, I said, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you that at the job you're at right now, it's really, really important at this job, I don't know about the previous job, but at this job, to pay close attention to detail. That's the first thing I'm getting, close attention to detail. And the other thing that I'm getting is cleanliness, cleanliness, or, um, and that's about close attention to detail, too. So I don't know if it's like clean up after yourself, clean up after your mess, or it's an environment that's like clean, or if you could be Cleaner than the other people, you'll be more valued as an employee. But something about cleanliness is big here. Okay. And close attention to detail, which might okay. be a little bit different than where you came from. So sometimes when I get, like, close attention to detail, I also get, like, like some of the nurses could be a little um, nitpicky or documentation, something about documentation even. is also about close attention to detail. Well, I document it. I documented this happened. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I think that, did you say um, home health? Yeah, home health care. Like I will go to their house and help them. Okay. Is there one particular person that you're going to be working for, just one, or, or there's going to be just one person that's absolutely going to love you, absolutely? Aww. I get that you're a doll, a doll. I, you know, I feel like somebody is saying that to you. She's such a doll. Maybe I might be using the wrong word, but I just feel like they could be older or mature. So you're dealing with the elderly more than anything? Yes. Okay, then that's why I get doll, doll, because that's how they used to talk back in the day. Let yeah. me tell you that this is definitely a good fit for you, all right? I get that uh -huh. you're either young, look young, or 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 maybe according to their perception, you're young. So are you in your 20s? No. Probably it's to their perception. I'm, in, I'm 49. You're 49. Oh. I do look young, though. You do look young because I feel like that they're, you know, portraying you as young. Oh, you're young. You're young. Um, but it, and I appreciate that you look young because I'm definitely not getting 40-something, at least from their perspective. I'm getting she's so young. And, and you'll oh. probably hear them say that when you give them your age. They're probably going, no, I would never said 40-something. Um, yeah. Are you working for more than one person right now? Oh, they haven't told me, and they're going to tell me Monday. Okay, all right. It doesn't matter if you're working for more than one person. I definitely get the feeling that, 
even if you start out working for more than one person, there's going to be one that is absolutely going to love you. That's the one that's going to call you doll or something antiquated in, the, in their vernacular, how they speak. And you could wind up working for just one person um, because it's just too hard for them to keep dealing with different people, ultimately. Um, yeah. Listen, money's big here. Money keeps showing up for you. Now, I really don't know how much you're making as a CNA, but not much. <clears throat> money's big here. Not much. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm thinking of, you know, maybe a little bit above minimum wage is what I'm thinking. What's yeah. happening here, though, is money's big here. So you're either going to be working for somebody who's wealthy um, and then who might pay you extra on the side, something like that. I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but that it could be an offer there. Because money's big here. You could wind up working for somebody, da da da. The other thing that I'm getting is that, um, and again, I don't know if this is allowed because I know certain companies don't allow this, but it, it, I also get the feeling that they're going to love you so much that they're going to want to hire you outside of the company. I don't know if that's allowed, mm. but. They could, right, they could say that to you. You know, if, if this is a person that really, really likes you and they want to pay you outside of the company, it would behoove you. Like, you, you would benefit financially if you chose to make that decision. The other thing that I'm getting, you're 40-something, you're a CNA, but were you thinking about going back to school? Was there something about schooling or getting a certificate or getting extra credit yeah. or something very specific? Okay. Yeah, they do a free extra training. Free what? Free training. You know, at my new job, they do free training on on other areas. And other areas. Okay, good. Um, Please make sure you do that. In addition to that, don't be surprised, even though I got you working with the elderly, don't be surprised if you can have um, a client that's a child. Oh, that would be great. Oh, good. Well, I don't know if it's great, actually, because I got that um, <clears throat> it was one of those, um, I don't know, it, it depends upon you, but I feel like it's one of those um, children <clears throat> that takes a lot more work. So I actually go oh, wheelchair. Oh. Yeah, I actually go wheelchair, you know, um, and so I don't know if they're as mobile as as they want it, but I did get a child as well for you as one of your clients. The bottom line is you're going to do fine. Oh, great. Have no fear. You will do fine. Great. Okay, girl, I better get up out of here. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. And if you'd like to communicate more with me, um, by all means, if you can, join me on Twitter, you know, and my Twitter handle is at Brown. Feel free to join me there. Okay, sounds great. Thank you. All right. You're quite welcome, honey. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Tracy. How are you today? Hi, how are you? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, how are you? Oh, not bad. What's your name? Uh, My name is Teresa. And, Teresa, are you on Skype or are you 253? I'm on Skype. Okay. 253, stay right there. Don't leave me. You're Teresa, right? What's your question? Oh, yeah. I just have a question about my love life. Um, 
Currently, I'm single. When do you see me meeting someone? Okay. Let's take a look at that. Currently, you're single. What state are you calling from? Uh, New Jersey. Oh, I used to live in New Jersey. What part? Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay, I used to live in Montclair. Huh? I used to live in Montclair. Jersey's one of my favorite places. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jersey is one of my favorite, favorite places. I love Jersey. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Jersey. What's your sign? What's your sign? Uh, my sign is a uh, Leo. Leo, when's your birthday? Huh? When August is first. your birthday? It just happened. Happy August birthday. First. Yes. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Happy birthday. I'm also Leo. My birthday was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so listen to me. There definitely is a guy coming through for you. This is not a question. The answer is yes. Yes. He's not going to show up yet because he has not walked away from what he needs to walk away from. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, he's got he's got to walk away, and he's trying to get up the courage to do it. It is going to take a minute before he does it, which means it then takes a minute for you to meet him. Oh, now, okay. There's so no, he's currently in a relationship, you're saying. <laughs> currently in a relationship, needing to walk away, is being a little stubborn, doesn't know, like, how to safely walk away, blah, 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 blah. Um. You could meet him in a couple of ways. Like, he either has something to do with children, 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 17, 18-year-old children, um, and these could be his children, or um, you could meet him because of a woman. What do you do for a living? Um, What do I do? Um, Currently, I'm an administrative assistant. Okay. And I'm going so to kind of, school for nursing soon, yes. Oh, okay. That kind of makes sense then. Okay, okay. Because I feel like you need him because of somebody. Oh, okay. All right? I feel like a woman introduces you. Okay. And the only way I can describe her is that she's uh, sarcastic. She could even be a little loud. She's a little spry. She doesn't give a shit. Like, she's that kind of girl. And she's bossy. Oh, okay. Something about her is bossy. Not bossy to you, but she could be She could be the boss. She could be bossy or something like that. Let me also okay. tell you, I don't quite see him showing up for, like, eight months, though. Oh, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not rushing. <laughs> I'm busy right now with my oh, own personal good. life, so... That yes. works well. I'm, I'm not out here looking. I just, I just wanted to know, you know, what do you see? Okay. So that's, that's fine. Me, that makes sense. <laughs> I just don't want to do get involved. I just don't want any issues, you know, basically. You know, with, you yeah, know I, 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 I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'll be quite honest with you. I'm up front. I'm not going to deal with anyone that has to go, for, you know, for baggage, go back and forth. I, I can't. I'm not waiting for that. At all, because mm-hmm. it should be able to come mm-hmm. out. Like it, it'll come out in the first conversation. If it comes mm-hmm. out in the first conversation, that's it. I just gotta keep walking. I'm not. I'm not doing any attachments. I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Basically, and I, I want no nonsense. 
I want a no-nonsense guy. That's it. And I will put things extra, extra slow. And I totally agree with you, and I really appreciate that you're making that decision because I think you're mature enough not to put yeah. up with just anything anymore. Like, I'm actually, no. like, online. I'm actually online, and one of the guys mm-hmm. that I'm talking to doesn't have a job. Like he, But thank God he told me within the first conversation, you know, there was no dating involved. And I, I said to him, I was like, how is that supposed to work when you don't have the job? I'm like, ultimately, anything that we do will lead to sex. Anything that I mm-hmm. give sexually is valuable. You not having exactly. a job is a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a problem. Like, I could cook for you. I, you know, like, hello, like, it's off balance. And you know what he said to me? He goes, I really didn't think of it that way. And I was like, that's why this is going to end now. Thank you. Yes. Like, really, I, I, yes. this is a mature guy. This is a 20-year-old. 20, 20 this is a guy that's mature. And I was like, and I even said that to him. I was like, are you trying to tell me? And he was he's in some... It, it, it was really weird. He's like, where? Some investment. He's some investment that's not a bullshit. In any case, it's, you have to take a stand. This guy's not coming with baggage. This guy is trying to get rid of what he's involved in. It is going to take a moment. You know, he's a, he, he feels like he's a cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, you know, cancer's clean. Cancer's clean. So they don't break up with their relationships very, very easily. It takes forever. Scorpios are better mm-hmm. at it, and Pisces kind of, you know, they're swimmers, so they kind of run anyway, but they kind of carry a lot of the emotions with them. This yes. guy, when he when he leaves, he leaves because he's truly done. Okay. So I don't and, have to, you don't have to do any mind games or anything, because I'm going to be honest, I, I, would, I will not deal with it. I, and, I'm not, and, I, and me personally, I would not want to talk about his past relationship. I, don't, I can really, I can care less. I can't. I don't want to go there and sit there and caress and say, talk about stuff. Yes. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> huh? I would say don't worry about it. Now, here's okay. what I want to offer up. Because people talk about their personal lives, he is going to bring it up right away. Don't judge him. I'm not going to want Give to hear him a it. moment. I want to be honest. I'm telling you. I just don't. No, I don't want to hear you can't that. do that. No, oh. no. Father okay. dating right. is listening. To people's baggage. All right, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. Okay, this is what I'll do. Honestly, I'm going to listen about his past personal relationship and one conversation. But that's it. I can't. I can't go for it. Because you understand, I don't want someone that's stuck in the past. I can't do that. (laughs) I can't. I did that when I was 16 years old. I mean, I was. I was a kid. I was 16 years old. I can't. I waste my five, eight months. I can't do it. I'm going to give him one day to get it off his chest. One day, and after that, we have to move on now. I, I, I can't hold your hand. Sorry. I have too many right. things and, of life worth one. Yeah. And, and I agree. But here's what I've noticed. If you let him talk, people tell on themselves. So yes. allow yes. him to tell on himself. Good or bad, people tell on themselves. So this is for everyone else out there. It helps to listen. You want quality, you want a good man, you want a good woman, let them talk about their past. And I'll give you another example. I used to date a guy, and there was fire in Texas, right? And Mm -hmm. he he was looking at the screen, and he says, that fire is near my ex-wife's house. 
And he was so, like, concerned, what I thought was concerned, that I was like, oh, my God, call her. And he, he looked and he snapped out of it and he goes, no. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? No, you, this is your ex-wife. Like, how could you not call? How could you not call and say, listen, I saw the fire near your house. Are you okay? I would have, like, liked him so much more had he done that. When he did that, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't stay with this guy. This is crazy. I would never stay with a guy that doesn't have enough compassion in his heart, whether it's an ex or not, to call that woman up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, this okay. is just for you, it's for everyone. Let them yes. talk. Let them tell their business. Okay. Because most people tell on themselves. You know, that's true. Uh-huh. Okay, so when uh-huh. he tells me his business, I, I, I will not be judgmental. I'm just going to say, oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to care. I want to be very honest. I do not care. <laughs> I am not bringing that emotional baggage with me. I really don't care. I'm sloppy. Oh. <laughs> it took me a long time to kind of get to that space. Like, you know, most we women become, I mean, you can become involved into someone's emotional baggage. So now I'm at a point where I can say, okay, that's fine, that, right. but I can't. I can't. I'm so, I mean, I listen, but if you, I feel that you're, you're stuck there. I can't do this. <laughs> I wouldn't even waste your time. I'm not going to waste my time. So. Well, out of fairness to him, if it looks like he's stuck there, I would say give him an opportunity and say that to him. Okay. Say, you know what? In this age bracket, you seem to be stuck in a path that's not fair to me. If that's the world you want to live in, I don't know if I can participate with you. Like, give him the opportunity to change. Okay, because I'm not, I will never do a back and forth situation in my life. I will never do that. <laughs> well, you're amazing, and I can appreciate exactly how you feel because when you get to a certain age bracket, and this is for the young girls too, because it's time to start changing all of the crap that we put up with with men. At this stage of the game, like, who's in control? So, like, when a guy was like, I don't have a job, I control that. I control whether or not I date you. Exactly. <laughs> that's and, true. you know, when somebody comes with too much baggage and they're not over that other woman, it's, 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 it's too much to deal with. And I agree. I totally agree oh. with you. I just, I, I just want you to have some compassion, and then I want you to listen to him, listen to him, because people tell on themselves, then make a decision. Okay. And that's exactly okay. what I'm going to. I'll do that, and I'll call you back in just at within eight months' time. Well, please call me back, but um, in the meantime, you know, feel free. I'm going to tell everyone this today because I forgot to tell people in the past few weeks, once I brought Malcolm on, like everything kind of changed for me, and I have to figure out how to get back to a place of, like, consistency. I apologize to everyone trying to rework, you know, my format. But with all that Mm -hmm. being said, you're more than welcome if you're on Facebook to join me on Facebook, Psychic Tracy Brown, or on Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic. Okay. All right. All right. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Believe it or not, I listen to your blog talk shows on, um, I mean, not your blog talk shows, but your YouTube shows, shows online. Oh! It's you. <laughs> it's yes, so yes, 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 yes. I, I yeah, have it's a lot of fun doing Oh, you do. <laughs> They're so much fun to me. 
Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Bye bye. Get going. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Hi, there. Hey, Tracy. <laughs> How are you? Um, I'm doing fine. I'm just laughing with that lady who was on just now. Man, she sounds so much like she my was auntie. A no nonsense. She was like, I'm not having that. I'm not doing it. He's coming with baggage. He keep on moving. I'm not having that. I understand. The part that got me is she said, I'm going to give him one conversation, and if he goes over, that's it. <laughs> I was like, calm down. You can't give him one nomination. <laughs> she, she, reminds me of my, she reminds me of my auntie Ursula. <laughs> you what? My auntie Ursula. She, she sounds Aww. exactly like that. <laughs> She's happily married now, so, so a really great guy. <laughs> because she said, she said she stood her ground. Yep. Well, I have to tell you, you know, I got to tell you, there's so there's not a little bit of bad apples. You're in a different age bracket than me, Lavender. You could be my daughter. My son is 25. You're in your 20s, right? Mm-hmm. You could be my daughter. So, and you're also in New York. New York has a very, very aggressive men out. I, well, they, you can't walk down the street without somebody saying something to your body part. Unfortunately. <laughs> About 98% of them are bad apples. But at least they make you feel like a girl out there. At least they acknowledge you out there. You know? I'd rather not good be acknowledged, feeling. honestly. <laughs> I'd rather not. When I get acknowledged out here, I'm almost like, what? Like, what? Because it's like Wait, so you're, rare you're in L.A., here. right? Oh, well, they're different. There's a different kind of look that's mostly appreciated out there, so I understand what you mean. Well, listen, I, you know, I prefer black men. So mm-hmm. black men are the same from L.A. to New York, trust me. They, they have, you know, they like butts, they like thighs, and that's basically it. Seriously. The black men, so... <laughs> They're not funny. <laughs> but out here, I noticed that there's such a laid back, you know, in, in the men out here. They're laid back. And I mm-hmm. think it's because women chase first. Women, I think the women out here think that the men are dying. And they, they chase the men. They just mm-hmm. they fall out and, you know, they try to outdo you. You know, they give up sex way too easily. I think, don't beat me up. Whoever listening to California, don't beat me up. You know, I don't want you to be like this. I'm just saying what I've noticed, and that puts me behind the eight ball. I don't give a shit one way or the other. You know? I don't uh-huh. think so. It is what it is. But in New York, I would, I would have my choice. Period. Yeah. Well, I already told you that Patricia is closed for business, so I don't have to worry about you any did? of it. 
And she's been cold for a long time. Oh, my God. I love that you gave her a name. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Listen, one one of my co-workers, one of my co-workers said that only crazy people are celibate for over a year, and I told him I may be crazy, but at least I don't have some broke-ass dude chasing after me. I rather Well, and what type of guy is she chasing that she thinks, it's listen. Oh, no, 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 no. It was was a guy. It was a guy. Of course, of course the guy was saying that. It was a guy. Don't listen to that. Don't listen to that. But but here's my thing. I think I think having sex is empowering. I think it's empowering. So I would say to you or to any other female out there, when you want it, get it. Not that big of a deal. When you want it, get it. I don't like using sex to get the guy. That's what I don't appreciate. I also mm-hmm. don't appreciate um, giving it up way too soon. Because you don't get to know the guy. And women fall right. in love. Women go on their back, they're in love. Period. <laughs> well, and you know, another thing. And guys, and, just and this that. is what, it's a thing. This, this, what I've noticed with, with, you know, some of, well, not really my friends anymore because they're starting, they're married and starting their families, but just what. Nice. And you know the the funny thing is is I haven't been I've only had one serious serious relationship and I'm I'm mm-hmm. actually anti relationship but the funny thing is is that people mm. come to me for relationship advice I don't understand that but uh, probably because you appear strong oh <laughs> when people are looking for advice they're vulnerable they're scared so mm-hmm. they tend to look to the person that that looks like they have it together, that has the strength, not to mm-hmm. put up with this crap, the crap that they're putting up with. When they come to you for advice, it, it, it's probably because your appearance to them, they're, they're probably saying to themselves, I wish, I wish I was like Lavender. Does that make sense? I guess. I don't know. They never listen to but me, trust so they me, need to stop asking. They're not going to follow your advice anyway. <laughs> no, they really need to stop asking. I don't feel like wasting my rest. But but the thing that I notice about women, uh-huh. well, women uh-huh. my age, who come to me for advice for no reason, in my opinion, is that mm-hmm. they have sex early. Okay, so you know you have sex yes. because you want to sex. sex early, but then yes. they have sex early, and they mm-hmm. assume that because the guy mm-hmm. likes their vagina, he likes them. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's not the right assumption to make. <laughs> you know how I'm always posting uh, stuff on Facebook, right? I post these sayings on Facebook constantly. That is a great one. Just because a guy likes your vagina does not mean that he likes you. Exactly. Exactly. I mean... I mean, Don't most of the time, you know, he, he, most of the time he doesn't even like you. <laughs> most of the wow. time. Wow. Right. 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 And if you're also that girl that he can call up, and mm-hmm. the, way, the way I see it, relieve himself, like, yep. that's not love, guys. That's not love. 
that's not a right. relationship. That's not that's not the guy for you. Like like figure out what the hell is going on here. I totally agree. Sorry, I'm, I'm but I agree. I've 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 been friends with actually a lot of my friends are mostly men and I swear to God all of them Good keep every single girl's phone number in their phone oh, just in case shit. one prospect one prospect <gasps> over so they scroll through their phone and keep texting and texting until somebody says yes <laughs> and if it's after what? three o'clock in this last minute that's because he just scrolled through his phone looking for people. Huh. I, I swear to God, almost every single guy will keep every phone number from a chick. Unless she was crazy, then he'll probably still keep it, but he'll change it to don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a few don't answers on my phone, trust me, but not because I had sex with them, because they revealed early on that they are crazy. <laughs> I like those guys. I like I like the ones that reveal themselves early on. I'm like, oh, okay, got it. But nowadays, yes, whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. That's, most guys don't delete. <laughs> they really don't. I'm being serious. When I was when I was when I was back in school, I was my friend was talking to this guy and he brought his friends over, so she wanted us to come and entertain them while she tries to get her Mac on or whatever. And I'm talking to this guy. I'm I'm not interested in any of them, honestly. Right, right, right. And this guy, you know, we're we're talking back and forth, and we were actually speaking about music, favorite bands, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. okay, so and we're both African American, and we were speaking about rock bands. So we exchanged mm-hmm. numbers, and after we exchanged numbers, this guy said something like, "Oh, you're the only white girl in a black girl's body that I know. It'll be good uh-huh. asking you for band recommendations." So I was like, "Oh, <laughs> wow!" So a- after wow. that, after that, the next day. He texted me trying to get me to go to his dorm room way over on the other side of the track. And I'm like, you don't even know, you don't even remember what my name is. I have no idea who you are. And then he tries, he tries to insult me by saying, well, you know what? You're playing checkers and I'm playing chess, sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then that's oh, when, you know, God, I finally hang up. I finally mm-hmm. hang up, and I say, I put in, you know, do not answer, idiot, from Swansea right, University. Right. <laughs> okay. A few months later in October, he, he, he starts sending me text messages. Hey, hey, it's me. It's, I can't remember what his name was. How are you doing? And I said, I'm not talking to you anymore. And that was it. I thought it was over. He sends yeah. me a text message two years later asking me if I'm graduating this year. And do you remember me as Dane with the North Carolina accent? I say, yeah, I am graduating. Why do you still have my phone number? <laughs> we hadn't spoken in two years. He never had it. your number. That's hilarious. They, uh, but, you know, they, I have they, stuff like that, too, where 
I'm totally, like, not into a guy. In a weird mm. kind of way, I also don't delete numbers, but I do it for safety's sake. In any right. case, not because I'm going to call him up. Because you never know, right? If I do it for safety's sake, in any case, um, I'll get a random text, like, out of the blue. And then, because I, I know everyone, you know, I'm not a tramp, so I know everyone that I communicate with. Um, this particular one, this is my favorite, when they text you and they go, hey, you know, or right. hey, babe, or hey, right. sweetie. Right. right. And so I text them right back and I go, do you know my name? <laughs> I challenge them. Call me. I have a, I said this before on the show, I have a government name. Damn it, use it. My mama did not name me, babe. I'm sorry, she didn't name me Kay. <laughs> Asshole. They really, they really think they're slick. Come on. Mo- uh, most of my friends are guys. I know almost every single trick in the book. I think it's so healthy to have guy friends. And 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 real guy friends who are comfortable telling you almost mm-hmm. anything, not the ones who secretly want to sleep with you and they're pretending to be your friend just in case you yeah. guys get drunk and you have sex. Real oh, friends. God. Yeah. Oh God, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I think it's healthy to have real guy friends. I really, really do. And I think it's very smart of you to have guy friends. I'm a girl girl. I tend to have more girlfriends. The girlfriends mm-hmm. will turn on you. They will turn on you. You can't trust girls. So I won't. I won't I say anything about that. <laughs> that's just me. That's what I found. Over the years, I you know, I have to recycle friends because I don't stab. I'm a girl's girl. So I don't ever stab my girlfriend in the back. But I've right. seen girls either do shady things to me or. The other thing I've seen girls do is prep me. Like, they'll tell me some crap that they've done to somebody else. And they prep oh. me because when I listen to these stories, I go, but she'll do that same thing to me. And sure enough, something very similar will get turned around to me because they're telling us again, like with the last woman, when somebody talks, listen to them. Mm-hmm. Because if they can be stinky out there in the first place with anything, anybody out there, and turn on a dime and, you know, be uh, inconsistent with their friendship with, with their other females, and they're telling you, trust when I say they're revealing themselves, and then they would then turn it on you. Mm-hmm. So I tend to recycle girlfriends because when I, get, when I get the feeling that someone is all of a sudden not emotionally and mentally safe for me, you got to go. I'm out. You know, I like to have a safe life, and I don't need that kind of drama. But it took me a minute to get there. All right, girl, give me a question. Oh, oh shoot, and I, I actually have three. Okay, I'm going to be fast. George, George okay. Woody, I don't like him. I think he's really fake. But... He's getting married. I'm Mary afraid to, to do George Looney. I think he's with the Illuminati. I'm afraid to do him. But go what? ahead. Really? I'll try. I, I um, don't trust George Clooney. Yeah. He's, you know, he's very smart. He's very smart. Okay. He reminds me of Angelina Jolie, somebody who okay. knows the motivation, okay. what people are motivated by, whatever. Okay. 
So he is I getting agree. married very quickly. I can't remember what his his fiance does. She, but she's not in entertainment. Maybe a lawyer or or a poet right. or international something. Like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Highly intelligent, by the way. Yes. So it was brought up that the reason why George Clooney is getting married to her and so quickly is because eventually he wants to run for president. So oh my oh is that what you are going to see? Yes. Are you kidding me? Oh hell! You know what? <laughs> I have to tell you, he stays in with President Obama. Like he stays in the know-how, and I thought it was a kind of an odd relationship. And then I was like, well, you know, George Clooney is, you know, wealthy, very, very wealthy, and blah blah blah. One, one. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I thought, and he, you know, he's really, really good in politics. And she, by the way, she had something to do with politics, by the way. Something like that. I can't remember what she does. But it it was a very, and, you know, there's also strong rumors about him being gay. I don't think he's fully gay, maybe bi, but this, this rushed marriage seems very suspicious. Okay. So let me tell you, again, I have a fear of George Clooney. And with Sean, Sean likes to out anybody, right? And of course, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could look into that with Sean, because Sean likes to look into, oh, I'd love to see if he's gay. Like, he starts wiggling, he gets all excited, you know, he starts, like, his body, like, there's things that go on when he wants to out somebody, right? I have, <laughs> I have never brought up to Sean. Because Sean waits for me to say, he goes, what are we doing today? He doesn't come in and go, Tracy, let's do this. So I don't mm-hmm. bring it up. I, I don't want to know mm-hmm. if he's gay. I think he's too powerful. I'm not going to be the one to out him. Mm-hmm. I won't do it. <laughs> I will not do it. Well... Nobody knows who I am, so I'm going to say I think his ass is gay. But that's that's not here nor there. (laughs) Okay, so let me tell you what he's doing. It's consistent. It's slow, consistent, steady. It's a slow, consistent, steady gait to his desires. Now, I'm not going to say what that is just yet. Let me just tell everyone, unless I get a phone call, everyone, stay on the line. I will take your questions. Unless I get a phone call. If I get a phone call, that's a paid customer I have to leave. But uh, everybody else who doesn't stay on, join me at Pop Culture Psychic. Uh, follow me on YouTube. And if you have Facebook, join me on Facebook, Psychic Tracy Brown. It's a slow and steady case. Uh-huh. to his desires. He's making the path. He also wants to appear like strong. He wants to appear solid and strong and, and like a rock. Uh-huh. He wants to be able not to speak until it's okay for him to speak. So it's kind of like a silent type of thing without saying it. So with all that being said, is he Hearing up for the presidency, I would have to say yes, yes. Oh. I'd have to say yes. 
I have to say, slow and steady, so it will not be for the for the next election. It right, could right. be for the election after that. <clears throat> what you're going to see from this marriage on is proud, consistent, quiet, strong. You know, a man of substance. Like that's what you're going to see. You're going to see not the the man that every girl is like, oh my God, I just love so Pooney. It uh-huh. is going to be more powerful, more sturdy, more more like royalty. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he's setting that up. Which he's an actor, actually, and so this is to be the biggest acting role of his life. Um, the, the woman that he's marrying is a perfect example, again, I'm going to go back to royalty, perfect example of royalty. So it's slow and steady now, and then in about six years, if that makes any sense, six years, then uh-huh. the gate picks up. The gate, the walk, the horse, you know how they, they trot, the one is yeah. slow trot, uh-huh. and then it's, you know, a fast beat. <clears throat> he has power behind him like you can't imagine. He does. I know he does. I know he does. He does. Um, ultimately, though, ultimately, he's going to try it once. He's going to try once, and that means to get into the primary. He's going to try it once. He will never try it again. Um, I don't ultimately see him being successful. Good. <laughs> There's something and about I'll tell him you I really why. can't stand. Uh, there's something Some- about him. Okay, and and I'm going to tell you why. Something about him, him gets revealed. Huh. And somebody blows the lid off, um, and it just ruins any possibility of his career. So, as his, a president. His, his career or his politics um, aspiration? I, Political. you know, I... I think it's both. I think it's his career. It's like, I think it's his, his political aspirations and his career. Like, it's that big. That big. Somebody, like, it's almost like, it's that big. It's almost like, like, shooting. Like, it's almost like guillotine is what I'm getting. Guillotine. Wow. You can't, yeah, it's bad. It's really, really bad. Um, he does try to figure out how to rebuild this. But then he then figures out, in order to rebuild it, he then would be spending so much money that when all is said and done, he may not have money left over, and he bails. He gets out. He walks away. Oh. So, you know, I'm not going to call him George Clooney anymore. He's going to be Icarus. You know, that guy who made uh, made wings for himself out of wax, but he flew too close to the sun and it melted and he fell? Yeah, I know that story. Yes. That's exactly it. Um, ultimately, the other thing is I don't see children um, a part of this, but when something comes up and just ruins his career, ruins his political aspirations, then you'll see the child come into fruition. All of a sudden, the girl's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or they adopt, but something about a child is going to, like, recapture, you know, like what he needs in terms of public attention. And then you could see him being like reinventing fatherhood. Like he's that guy. So it is. Uh-huh. Can I, well, you know what? I, I don't want to take, well, 
Okay, never mind, never mind. Um, Go for it. Well, so I have a question about John Travolta and another kind of juicy one about Chris Brown and Carucci. But maybe okay. John Travolta should be saved for Sean. Okay. Then, okay. You text me that question. We'll, we'll be happy to do John Travolta because <laughs> what a weird, he's such a weirdo. He's so weird. Okay. He's weird. Let's say, let's say um, that one. I, okay. I know what that question's about. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, so have you seen his eyebrows? Have you seen his eyebrows? Have you seen his lace front? That's the better question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's looking more and more like Eddie Munster, like an adult version of Eddie Munster. <laughs> and he, he used to be so, sex, like, incredibly, he used to be hot. He's an actor. I don't, I don't. I don't call guys hot. He used to be hot, like sizzling. I never sizzling. thought he was hot. He's an actor. I never <laughs> thought he was hot. I never. I didn't like Grease. I, I liked Grease. I didn't like him in Grease. I didn't care for most of his movies. I didn't see what everybody else saw. Oh, not even Saturday Night Fever? I didn't get it. But <clears throat> but I also don't like this. I know. I know. I don't like the 70s. I'm sorry. I didn't get uh, it. Well, I didn't get well, that. I, I, I didn't get that in my fever. Yeah, I don't, I don't really okay. like Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can see that. I didn't like well, the 70s. Okay. I thought the 70s was dirty. I, I didn't get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> And if you go back, if you go back and you look at Saturday Night Fever and you look at the streets of New York, the streets of New York was dirty. And and, and I, I didn't get the I didn't get the music. I know the words to every BG song. What? Don't get me wrong. You don't even you don't even like the music. Oh God. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah. <laughs> okay. On a standard to me, let me tell you what I think happened to me. I think that if I had a bad period in my life, I don't like the music of that era. So I have to figure out what year Saturday Night Live came, Night Live came out and then figure out how bad was my life at that point, and then I can tell you, oh, my God, this is what happened. This is why I don't like music. That's what I think, but I'm sorry, don't beat me up. I didn't like the music. It's kind of like saying you don't like the Beatles. And I'm not that crazy about the Beatles. Well, I don't like the Beatles either, so I'm not offended. Thank you. Other people would be. They're, they're, I won't say that they're overrated, but I will say that they're overrated, so. I, I, but you know what? I'm not musically inclined. Like, I like orchestra music. I like instrumental. You know, I'm a former ballerina, so I hear music. I hear strings. I hear the harp. I hear trumpet. I hear the saxophone. That's so funny. I have a different love for music. That's so funny because I used to be a ballet dancer and a violinist. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you serious? Uh-huh. What did you study for? Um, since I was since I was really little, maybe four mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. I started at three. So, mm-hmm. so six years, and then I started again um, in my teens. 
Mm-hmm. And then, and then for the violin, since I was ten or nine, something like that. Well, I think it's amazing that you um, were taught the violin. I think every child should learn an instrument. Every single child of some sort. Um, string instrument, piano, guitar, everything, and then everybody should learn how to read the notes. Learn how to read notes. But that's just my thing. So when you have your children, you make sure you give her something, you know, instrumental, as well as dancing. Because if you have dancing in you, your children will have it too. But I know you're too young for that. Okay, give me your, your next question. Um, so my next question is about Chris Brown and Karuchi. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Usually, usually I'm not really, I'm not that interested in them anymore, but something was brought up over the weekend, well, last weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the gossip is, so by all public appearances, Chris Brown and Karuchi have broken up yet again. But yeah. some friends of theirs... I think they got back together. Some, some friends of theirs have been saying that they're secretly together, but they're only broken up for publicity's sake, for his album. And, oh. they're, okay. and they're saying that they have been talking about marriage and having children. Um, so I just, I just wanted to see um, what's, what's in the cards for those two. I, I know that they change, like, the wind all the time, but this time mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem as volatile as before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've gone to jail and you've gone around, if, you, if you're a pretty boy, which is what Chris did, and you've gone mm-hmm. to jail, and you've been around some hardened criminals, mm-hmm. I think you're going to come out humble. I really you should. Do. I agree. And I, 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 I think you should have to, because you're a pretty boy. You weren't raised mm-hmm. a certain way, and then all of a sudden, you're spending six months in the midst of guys who, who didn't have a mom. Um, you know, mm-hmm. mother's breath is not on. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, had, you had, you know, you had, oh, doesn't matter. In any case, <laughs> so, so what's the question? Um, so is, the first question, is, the first part. Uh, so Chris up? Brown and Carici, uh, Are well, they still together, the tricking people? Okay, let me just do it. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, they're still yeah. together and they're tricking people. Yes. Okay. Something good comes out of the bad situation, the bad situation. Oh, we broke up, we broke up. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a man that concocted this whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, I get the, the girl, Kay, kind of saying, yeah, let's do it, but what if it doesn't work out for me? Like, what if it doesn't work out? Like, so she right. is a little fearful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I get the devil card for them, but in my new deck, Sean gave me a new deck for my birthday, and this new deck is called the shadow side, so it's kind of diving into the dark side. But Mm -hmm. then to keep playing this game, it's going to work against them. Right. Like, if they design the breakup, it will work against them. So Mm -hmm. do I see marriage? Absolutely not. Do I see a pregnancy? Right. So do I see a pregnancy? High probability. Aww. A pregnancy is high probability. Um, and she could get pregnant and still not get married to him. Um, 
oh, she's definitely going to get pregnant. You know, like it's like a definite thing. And it, it changes the game, by the way. Mm-hmm. She, she, she I feel like it shouldn't even by. be games anymore. There, huh? you know, there, there, should, there really shouldn't be any more games because, you know, right. Right. They, it's, it's been said that the reason why they broke up is so that he can be single and because the, the type of songs on his album have, are going to change, so he wants to do mm-hmm. a breakup album. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Chris, mm-hmm. all of your information is on the streets. No one really cares anymore. Just put out your music and be happy doing whatever you're doing instead of doing all these secret dealings to add more promo to something that doesn't really that's need right. that much. Well, he actually has a mature man, a mature man that's a little fuzzy that's creating this type of atmosphere for him. But what's actually going to happen on top of it is that announcing this breakup and they're still together, it's kind of like having an affair. It's kind of like having mm-hmm. an affair. Whenever you have an affair, the affair in itself becomes exciting. As wrong as it is, it becomes exciting. And when it becomes exciting, people get sloppy. That's how I see her getting pregnant. Hmm. So this is going to work against Chris in the long run. It's it's a stupid move. It's going to work against him. And it would be better to stay above board because then he truly has control over himself, his body. Right. But right. Chris is ruled by other people, and that's the big problem here. Chris is a bigger problem for himself than everybody realizes. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. I better get up out of here. Okay. Thank you, Lavender. And I'm definitely going to document so I can do John Travolta with uh, John. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. You too. Bye-bye. Did you, did you, take, your, did you take your test? On Friday? Uh, I took him today, actually, and I just came okay. back in the house, and he's so upset with me. Every time I walk near him, he runs away. Like, he just ran away just now. He's so mad. Wow. Oh, no, he's coming back. Yeah, <laughs> but it, 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 it no, took no. a while. No, no, I, uh, I said your test, your test. Did you take your test? Oh, my drug test. Oh, see, I wasn't well, going to take my <laughs> Well, I I got my cat. Well, I got my cat neutered today, so I thought you were asking me about cat. Oh no, <laughs> poor kitty. Oh, oops, sorry. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, good, 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 good. All right, keep going. All righty, thank you. I'll talk to you later. You're welcome, Lavender. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Hi, 402, you're on the line. 402? Uh, you guys got to stay on the line. I'm so sorry. I'm going to put you on hold, though. Hi, 215, you're on the line. Hi, how you doing? Not bad. Who's this? Susan from Pennsylvania. Tracy, how you doing? Hi, not bad, Susan. Have you called before? You sound familiar. Uh, we talked a while back. Yes, I do remember. So how are you doing? I'm doing fine. And yourself? Not bad, thank you. So give me a question. Mm-hmm. What's going on? 
I was wondering if you see a job coming my way. Hmm. Are you actively seeking? Am I actively what? Seeking one? <laughs> yeah, I need seeking one. Yes. <laughs> uh, two different things. Are you actively seeking, though? Um. I, yeah, I've been looking, yes. I, I called a few places. One girl was just calling back, and she didn't. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm waiting. Because, see, Tracy, I have a real bad back. And, okay. And I'm on, um, um, like, I retired from my Yes, I'm on, uh, yeah, from, retired from my job. But I can only uh-huh. get a job where I can, I was cleaning banks and stuff, and where I can sit and get up when I want, you know, Mm-hmm. Sit when I want, you know. I had to get a job like that, so mm-hmm. um, like, because my back and like, I just wish they would find out what's wrong with my back because they don't feel what I feel. I mean, the MRIs are saying one thing, and I know I'm feeling something completely different now. I'm going for an EMG this week, and I'm just like so tired of taking medication, and I'm just so tired of this and that. That you know, like. I can't sit too long. I can't lay too long. I can't, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like I'm so miserable, you know. It makes me want to, like, mm-hmm. choke people because when you go to the doctor and you try to explain to them, they look at you like you're crazy because they're seeing it. Because I was never one to sit around. So being in my 50s, really nothing sags or anything. I'm very muscular. So mm-hmm. my outside, my body fools a lot of people. But... If they just open, like I tell my daughter, if they do an autopsy, they're all going to be shocked of what's wrong with my body inside because they're just going to buy look, you know? Yes. So let me tell you, I do see you getting a job. I do. And as you were talking, I was trying to get the description. I get it kind of like small business, small business or retail, something like that. Small business, though. Not and, and 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 when I say small business, I also mean not that much traffic either, just enough traffic that allows mm-hmm. you to sit and stand, sit and stand, sit and stand. So the answer is yes. However, you have a, a lot that you're going to go through before the job comes along because, you know, I just get that maybe your back could wind up going out before the job comes. So... I, I just feel like um, like something could happen to you, and you're, then they really have to adjust your, uh, address your back. So it's not even about it, – it comes down to less you saying this is the problem that I have and more down to something just happened extra, and then they're forced to take care of your back is what I'm getting. All right? Um, well, when I you say that, something happens, like I'm not going to have a fall or something. I'm not going to like slide out the door or anything. Am I? Here's what I'm going to say to you. I'm going to say be careful. Um, if you're calling, I would say this could be preventable. I would say that. But it's also okay. one of those things where you could slip and not fall, but then you strain your back. It could even. It doesn't have to be an actual fall, but it it is something that compromises your back for real, for real, okay. to the point where they are forced to identify your issues with your back. 
Now, is that a good thing? I would say no. But at least they finally get it. They finally are, fixed, are forced to look and seek and figure out exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but again, it could be prevented. So sometimes when you get the readings like this and it's well in advance, you know, buyer beware. You know, be careful where you step. Be careful, you know, you're in a snowy area. So, you know, be careful mm-hmm. of all of that, I would say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay? But it's bound to happen. And the reason why I'm getting it is that somebody with a healthy back, their gate is stronger. You're already stepping out with an issue, which makes you more cautious, which makes you off balance, which gives you a high probability of slipping and falling. Okay, I, I I get that because sometimes I can be just walking and I understand what you're talking about, walking all balanced because sometimes I where my right. back hurts at, I kind of like, right. like limp, you know, like, yes. um, like yes. you know, like I'm like more on one side than the yes. other. And, and, you know, and yes. like I get so frustrated with myself because I'm showing the doctors like, this is not a normal way to walk, you know, at, even right. at my age, you know, because we all know, like, 50s or, like, 20s and 30s now. I, I've mm-hmm. always been active. That's what makes me so angry because I've always been mm-hmm. active. And yes. and now mm-hmm. I feel like my life has been stolen away from me, you know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I told the doctors, I'm tired of taking pain medication. I'm tired of taking this. I'm tired of taking that. You know, like. That's right. You, you know, it's just like, you know, like they just give you stuff to cover up stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I do know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so tired of it, you know? And mm-hmm. and I, I want to find a man, and I want to move on with my life, you know? I mean, I've been at the work yes. five years, and I have nobody in my life, you know, and I'm just tired of being alone. And I, I hear you, and I get that, and you're absolutely right. So, you know, your initial question was, Will I get a job? Mm-hmm. Ironically, I got a resounding yes, but that's really, really ironic because what mm-hmm. I see coming is so much more bigger. You're really not going to care about this job. There's You're saying I'm be... not going to hear about You're... Like a surprise? No. no, 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 no. I'm saying, ironically, I got a resounding yes, you are going to get a job. I find it ironic because what's coming, what's coming for you, you're not going to care about that job. So I'm finding the cause are ironic tonight today because um, there is going to be, without a doubt, an issue with your back um, that you're going to be, you're going to, you won't be able to work for a minute. You're going to, like, you're not going to care. However, I do see you working, which means your back does get corrected. Now, I'm going to offer this up, and you just take it with a grain of salt. I see surgery. Okay. So once you have the surgery, it does look like you are repaired, and you can then go out and work. Things will change. Well, now that's, I mean, I'm not game for the surgery, but... The way my back feels, I'll take surgery because I just want really. It, okay. I I I really wanted to. You know, that's how bad the pain is, Tracy. I mean, unreal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm like, I can sit here and both of my legs are completely numb. All week. Yeah. 
And oh. only the way they're going to see what's really wrong inside there is if they open it up. Like, my brother had surgery a couple of years ago, and uh-huh. it was only supposed to be a three-hour surgery on his back, and it turned out to be eight hours. Why? Because when they got in there, there was more damage than the MRI was even showing. Oh, God. What the hell? You know, I don't mean that. I don't see that. Right. And, and well, when I went to my, my pain management guy last week, I went to have this, because I'm scared of closed MRIs. You know, they remind me of coffins, you know? And oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so I, I take values, but it still don't help, because when, I don't care how much value you give me, I panic, I panic, you know, and, and um, I told my you're going to have to heavy sedate me to get me in one of them. And, um, well, he said the MRI I had done didn't even show anything. He said it was just a shitty machine. And I'm like, all that money they charge, and they don't even do it right. But I don't mean to cut you off. I just got to say this to you real quick because I, yeah. I don't – something's telling me to tell you this. I don't know. Sometimes I see okay. things and hear things, okay? <laughs> I'm not crazy yeah, or anything. Go for it. Um, no, go when, for it. I was, when I was listening to you and that girl talk, yeah. I heard something in the background that sounded like – now, you two were talking. That's what was blowing yeah. my mind, and I was trying to listen. But it was a man, and he was, like, saying saying things, but he sounded like – you know how, like, when you, you talk to somebody, but they sound like they're quite far away kind of thing? Yes. Uh-huh. Then, he will come, then he will come in, but he's like, uh, you know, like, kind of, like, kind of freaky, but he just – I don't know if it was the phone line or somebody was your line was crossed or what, but I don't hear it now. Yeah. But okay. I heard and what him. was your impression? Was that for her or for me? I don't know. It's like I wanted to tell you about it. I wanted okay. to tell you about it, not that girl. You wanted to tell me about it. And it felt like yeah, a pervert, kind of? Not like a pervert. It was like mm, like bad negativity kind of to me. You know, like break, okay. you know, like. I couldn't make out what they were saying, but it felt like you had three people on the line at one time. Wow. And and I kept listening because I'm thinking, well, maybe she does have somebody, you know, somebody else listening in. And I just kept listening. Wow. And, and the young lady kept talking about, you know, Cooney and stuff like that. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking, you know, like, I don't know, kind of like, um, like, I don't want to say evil, but like, I didn't feel like scared while I was listening to it, but it didn't sound right to me. Like it just sounded like, oh. wow. And then he would say something, okay. but I was trying to make it out. I don't know. I don't know what he was saying. I don't know. Spirit was trying to tell you to tell the girl something. That's just what's so weird about it, you know? Yeah, you couldn't hear what he was saying. No, it's just like he was like far, far away. Like like you had him online with you, huh. you know, but. You weren't giving him a chance to talk, you know, like kind of like he was like upset about it, you know. Well, I'm definitely gonna listen back and see if yeah, you have to look back again. It was the young lady they were talking to about Cooney getting married. It was like right after, right after you guys said that, that's when I started hearing the voice. Oh, that's why I thought you had three people on the call. Yeah, it was like That's you had two That's why you want to talk about clonies. Oh. <laughs> well, so you know, where to, yeah, you know where to replay it back at, you know, like, it's just really strange. I mean, okay. and next time you come on the air, please say something, because I always listen to you. So, I mean, it was really strange. Like, you, you have to hear it. You're going to play back and listen. But it was okay, a girl right before you picked up from me. That's crazy. I will definitely listen to that segment. But listen, yeah. Susan or Suzanne? 
Susan. Susan, I better get out of here. I get, you know, one last call, and I want to be able to, you know, talk to the person. All right. Well, put me on hold, please, so I can listen. Oh, absolutely. Can I say something to you, um, Susan? Um, sure. Please. Do you have Facebook or Twitter? Um, yes, I do have Facebook. Join me on Facebook. I just want to make sure that you and I stay in touch so that if something happens, you can contact me. You don't have to wait till the weekend. You can be like, oh, my God, Tracy, this is what happened. Keep me posted. Okay. Um, so you, I have a hmm, – Tracy Brown is my Facebook. So, uh, so you're under Tracy Brown Psychics? No. On Facebook? Psychic. No, Psychic Tracy Brown. Psychic. Okay. I'll and I'm the, only psychic, I'm the only psychic Tracy Brown, so you won't find ten of us. Okay. And please, if you hear that, put it, put it on your webpage, and I'll be looking for it because it's really – Okay, really okay. Well, I'm hoping that you made out what the person was saying because it was really weird. Oh, it was really God. Weird. That sounds so scary, but I'm definitely going to listen to it. All right, okay, girl, well, if you have, you, Okay, you too. Okay, thanks, Susan. Don't forget to join Thank me. Soon. Bye. I'll put you on hold. I'll put you on hold. Okay. Hi, three. Hi, hi, three ten. You're on the line. Hello. Hi, this is Tracy. Oh, hey, Tracy. I have a question. Go for it. What's your name? Oh, okay. Um, it's Bergie. Um, we talked on Twitter before and on YouTube. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, next question. Yeah, huh? I finally I finally got through. I woke up with oh. I had a call her. I got to call her, so I waited, and I was like working on my MCAT while I was listening to your blog radio. It was really good. So cool, so cool. How are you? Give me a question. Um, my question basically is, um, I want to know, like, will I get into medical school, and will I do good on my MCAT? Because I'm taking my MCAT at the end of this month, and I'm actually like struggling, and I've been like practicing um, for the past year, and um, I didn't do so good on my first MCAT last year, actually a year from today, and mm-hmm. I'm retaking it, and I'm really nervous mm-hmm. because I've been waiting to apply for med school for the past three years, and I'm kind of like at the mm-hmm. point where I'm like, oh, what do I do, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I, I get a lot of you kids. How old are you? Uh, p- pardon? How old are you? Oh, how old am I? Uh, 28. Okay, listen, I get a lot of you kids. They're either either applying to medical school or applying, you know, taking a bar, right? Yes, yes. Here's my concern with answering this question, and Mm -hmm. you take the test at the end of the month, right? Yes. I could influence whether or not you pass. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not my job. Okay. I would rather you take the test and then oh, ask I, oh. me, did I pass? Oh, okay. Okay, got it. But, but, but giving that answer in advance, I could uh-huh. make or break you. Okay. And either way, that's not what God wants me to do for you. Whether you mm-hmm. fail, I'm not supposed to give that to you. Whether you pass, I'm not supposed to give that to you. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to you're supposed to be on this journey by yourself. Okay. But 
but if you've already taken the test, I can answer it. Oh no! Because no, you've I'm done your yeah. because you've done your work. You do your work, I can ask the question. But okay. prior to doing your work, I can literally order your steps all of a sudden. I could make or true. break you, and that is not fair to you. You're trying to be mm-hmm. a doctor. Yeah. I'm not about to ruin the chances of you, you know, passing or not passing. Okay. So let's reserve that question until after you pass. Mm-hmm. After you take the test, why don't we look at something else then? Um, I guess, like, what do you feel overall, I guess, for this upcoming year? Okay. I, I mean, just a general question. Okay. What school did you graduate from? Um, San Francisco State University. San Francisco what? San Francisco State University. Oh, from San Francisco State. Good to see you. And what medical school are you interested in going to? I'm actually open to anything. I, I... I, I know it's going to sound crazy, but I'm one of those people, like, you can get an, an, an education no matter where you go. Um, That's I don't right. kind of believe That's in, like, right. the, the, the name itself. I, I always That's feel like right. you, you just want to be thing. a doctor. That's yeah, right. I, mean, we, I mean, we're learning the, almost the same textbooks. You know, it's just different schools. So that's just right. my belief. So I'm just open to anything. And, in fact, um, I'm actually um, looking to apply in Israel and in and, and some parts of the Caribbean because um, I'm, I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about kind of oh. moving to Israel and, um, and kind of live there for a while because they have a program for um, American students to um, study um, in Israel because mm-hmm. I guess they have a shortage of doctors there. And then when you're done with your four years um, at the med school there, you can do your rotation in um, in the U.S. and your residency, but it's in the East Coast. And the cost of the tuition is cheaper. So for me, it's more about trying to save money so I don't go in debt and just get a good education and just start my career. So I really do Mm -hmm. want to practice being a doctor. Okay. The first thing I'm getting in terms of what you need to do mm-hmm. from this point on between, you know, this year and next year, um, yes. you really, really need to push the envelope. Okay. You need to have your nose to the books regardless. That has nothing have to do with the my nose, my, my, Okay. Your nose to the books regardless. And that has nothing to do with passing the test. That also has to do with medical school. Okay. There's something about you that's airy, feels airy, or I can't always concentrate. I have. I'm um, getting... <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. go on. <laughs> you have what? No, go ahead. Oh, I have ADHD. So when you said that, I, 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 I just started laughing. I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. I appreciate you saying that. You love medicine. You love, you want to be, like, it's not even about the money for you. You just want no. to be a doctor. You will make money, but it's not about the money for you. Yes, yes. My concern with you is what you're putting down on paper in order to process all this information. <laughs> I know exactly, yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. You know what I mean when I say that, right? Uh, yeah. Um, um, I, 
<laughs> it's funny you just said that because I got a text like two minutes ago from my best friend who's helping me write my um, personal uh, essay for, for medical application, and she said the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm like laughing. Here's right what now. I'm getting, and, and order, just I'm going to dissect everything. So right now okay. it's about the test. What they're telling mm-hmm. me to tell you is that as you're studying for the test, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, you have a book that you're working from right now, aren't you? Uh, can you say that again? Sorry, I'm, I you, think my phone's You have a book that you're working from right now? Yes, yes. I'm staying okay. at it right now. <laughs> okay. They're telling me to tell you to take the information that you're using for this book to pass and mm-hmm. transfer it to a whole nother. Oh, okay. But mix it up. Mix up the question. Same thing from one book. Put it, but you write the question and leave the answers open. However way the book is set up, you set it up the same way, but mix it up. Mix it up. Don't make it so consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're telling okay. me to tell you to take that, take your, take, you know, what is it, the M step, right? Take the M step, yes. finish that book, then go to your own book, and then finish that book. But when you go to your own book, you then take those same questions and you transfer it into another book, and then you finish, you know, the book that you created and go to the third book. They're telling me to tell you it has something to do with how you document. You're trying to remember, and they're saying, no, he's not documenting. Yeah, um, yeah, um, I I took a, my dean, I I, I took a pre-med program, um, and I just finished it like a few months ago. It's Charles Mm -hmm. G. University, I don't know if you heard of it, but, my dean paid mm-hmm. for my MCAT because it's so expensive. It's about like like three thousand dollars for a three month prep course, and um, mm-hmm. they give they give mm-hmm. you five sets of books. And our instructor told us that we need to record every question that we get wrong, and we need to. It's kind of like our study book. So the week before we yes. take our exam, we're supposed to look at yes. that. And yes. I've been doing that, I but like that. I, I I keep. Um, I have like two books. I have one online on my computer where I just document it digitally, and then I have another one like physical. And I kind of mm-hmm. now have been like kind of almost losing my notes a little bit, or my what my error book as I call it. And mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense because yeah, it's. This and I, I like that that's even better. I like the fact that they, where they say the, the answer that you got wrong, transfer that yeah. information. That makes sense because what you know, you know. It's, it's yes. So, yeah, transfer the information that you get wrong and create your own MSAT book of the, of the questions that you got wrong and then go over that and then recreate a, a third book because I'm getting he's got to do it three times. He's got to do it three times. Yes. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, I'm the kind of person, I mean, I, I study and don't get me wrong, I, 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 I love studying, but for me it, it always takes me a little longer to process it. It's, it's something that I yes. – I've always struggled, mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people, like, mm-hmm. I don't give up regardless of what my obstacles are. But, yeah, it's always been, mm-hmm. you know, frustrating. And, yeah, I, I yes. definitely know what you're talking about, so I appreciate and the I'm validation. And I'm getting, this is a way, thank you, I really appreciate that. This is a way of getting out of your frustration and putting the nose to the grind so that it's more, like, paper, handwritten paper, you know, it's your old computer. I really don't care how you do it. You know, it's whatever. It doesn't have to be handwritten. 
um, computerized on your computer. It's just a way of getting outside of your head. So you're taking everything that's in your head, the dreamlike state that you're in, and making sure you use the, all that information properly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that by the time you take the test, although, you know, it's at the end of the month, but, you know, do what you yep. can right now. By the time you take the test, um, you're more equipped than you realize. Yes. I mean, I mean, the, the, the weird part of it, though, I mean, I, I do feel like I'm going to be okay with the exam. It's just right now, mm-hmm. it's it, for some reason, it's the, I'm, I'm not processing the information, and, and it's frustrating because I know it. I know it. Even when I check the answers, I, I, I know it. I just don't know right. what it is. But, but in, and like I said before, thank you for validating that because I was kind of going crazy. Yeah. Like, am I going crazy? And And sometimes, you know, when you have ADHD, like, your mind just runs even faster, and it's, right. it's crazy. Right. Yeah, so. And the only thing I'm going to offer up, and maybe you could do it this weekend, um, is to, to take a break. Take a break, go outside, go to a park, you know, get inside <laughs> your head. That's where you enjoy uh-huh. life anyway. You enjoy life inside your head. Give yourself yes. the opportunity <laughs> to enjoy that space inside your head. It's a good place to be. So, Put the book down just for a day, maybe two days, and go outside. Look at the birds. Look at the butterflies. You know, look at the different types of trees that are out there. Look at the box in every type of tree. Look at the grass that's growing or not growing or, you know, why is this park a hot mess? Like, do something <laughs> else. Do okay. something else so that when you go back again, and as you're out there in a park or walking and you're trying to notice nature, it's okay to talk to nature. Remember, you're inside your head. People that are inside their head should be attracted to birds. Talk Mm -hmm. to common birds in your area. You know, say to them, hey, you know, I see you guys as angels. Can you guys get a message to God? I really need this. I think you're the prettiest bird I've ever seen. Barrow, this is is my belief. My belief is that there's so many birds that look alike but they're all guardian angels. But it's designed that way so that no one suspects. So talk to mm-hmm. the birds that are in your vicinity. They're usually there to protect you. Talk to them. Get it out you loud. Just like my grandma. My grandma says something That's very right. similar to that. Too. Yes. That's right. Don't be afraid. Knock it out. You know, knock it out of the park. Like. Because if you talk to nature, nature brings the information up. But as you talk to nature, you have to say it in such a way that you believe that there's a higher power. Mm-hmm. Believe, believe that there's something bigger. You're, you're Israelis. I know you don't, most likely you don't believe in Christ, but most you know, Israelis believe in God. Talk to God. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm very, actually, I'm very religious, and I do pray a lot. Yes. So, yeah. Right, but I'm saying pray in a different way. Okay. You know what I mean? Because prayer, mm-hmm. a lot of times prayer comes, please, God, please, 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 God, please. I don't want that. I want you to go out and talk to the birds, talk to the universe, you know, and okay. then put God into it. You know, I'm okay. here and I'm exposed and I need you, God. Like, please, help me. Like, whatever's on that test, help me to know it. Like, say it in such a way where you're trusting something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. All okay. right? Yes. All right, I'll let me get all... out of here. Okay, thank you so much. I know you had a long day. Okay. So I appreciate it. What's your, your, your next top doctor, right? Is that what next yes, top doctor? Yes, on Twitter. Yeah, I love that. I love that hand. Thank you.
you're I just welcome. Took that from Again, we'll America's be addressing model. <laughs> I got it. I understood that. Um, okay. We'll be addressing after you take the test. Okay, I will. All right. Bye. I'll Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you're you. Welcome, All right. Honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hi, 402? 402? Okay, guys. Um, 402 hung up. Call back again. Still not here. Oh, I hate that um, I should drop forget your number, but I'm so tired. I usually get to the pen and paper, and I don't. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm going ahead, gonna go ahead and end this session. Um, I hope you liked today's show. I think uh, Malcolm show. Um, was more effective. I, I'm finding that I have to, I, I the host, have to pull back and listen to Malcolm more. I think a lot of our um, seconds are kind of bouncing off of each other, and it's not effective enough. Um, but I'm finding that, um, it's, you know, if I listen, I can do a better, he can do a better job if I pull back and listen. So I hope it all <clears throat> works out this audio. I'm going to listen back, and I hope it did. Thank you for tuning in. Please call me for your own personal readings at 818-985-2010, 818-985-2010. And also, um, could you join me on Facebook? Um, my Facebook handle is Psychic Casey Brown. Join me on Twitter, at Top Culture Psychic. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a lot of um, calls today. I usually don't get to the calls, but today I was more insistent in getting to the call. 402, I wish you were here. I'm actually going to document your number. Because you hung up and then you called back and then, and then you're not here. So I'm going to document your number and then I'm going to try and call you. Text you, 1402. We're going to try and text you, and hopefully we'll get you in first next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.